Hey folks, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Lost of Lieutenants. I'm your host, Kevin, and on tonight's show, I'm joined by fellow hosts... Jacob and Val. On tonight's show, we will be talking about the underused and maligned or odd profiles at Infinity and explain why we think you should be taking another look at them. But first, as always, we'll, um, let's recap any recent games and hobbies we've been up to. Val, um, how have you been going, mate? And what's been happening in the world of Infinity with you lately? I've been well. Uh, um, <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of Infinity here and there and doing a bit of hobby. Hobby side, I'm getting some work on my attack done. I got Voronin done. I think I shared some photos around. Uh, yeah, the rest I saw him. It looks good. Thank you very much. Very happy with how you came out. Um, I also want to take this chance to shout out all the amazing painters we have on our Discord. On the Discord, um, there's some really good painters uh, which I'm, I want to get involved with more in our community. So if you haven't checked out the uh, work in progress um, tabs and such uh, for, for on the Discord, please do because there's some great work out there. Um, and another shout out to our honorary host Benedict. Uh, he did some, I think. I don't know if it was um, bolt action, but he did some Australians in the non-infinity uh, work in progress um, action. Oh yeah, so, so just cool. to just to recap, this is on our this is on the Lost Lieutenant Discord under um, yes under the painting and hobbies um, channel. Yeah, yep. yeah, that, uh, that actually that that, that that gets uh, that gets quite regularly updated by a few people who come on and um, yeah, the work they do is quite quite excellent. Diomedes is insane. He's incredible. Um, Which one? Who Diomedes is? If, I think he's, he goes by the handle of Diomedes on, oh, right. on Discord. He's incredible. Yeah, he does some amazing paint jobs. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to them. I just wanted to. Yeah, so that's from the hobby side. That's what I've been doing, painting up my tack. In terms of games, me and Jacob will get into our. Jacob will speak on our game a little bit more. Uh, but had a good great game with Jacob. Um, he smashed me with a right girl link. He basically passed five right girls in my face and said, "If you deal with this, you win. If you don't, you lose." He couldn't <laughs> deal with it, uh, so I lost. Um, did you the, have? It, did you have anything? Yeah. Sorry, just to quickly button on that. Yeah. Did you have anything to deal with it, and just dice didn't go your way, or you just didn't like? You literally just couldn't didn't have an answer for an MSV one core linked missile launcher. No, I did have an answer. I, I was running the Ratnik Harris. I had a Ratnik uh, Voronin um, and uh, Frontovic AP Spitfire. So mm. I could have gone at the right girl with the Ratnik on six dice, but I opted to coordinate using the Ratnik as a spearhead and then shoot the right girl with a missile, a Panzerfaust, and an AP Spitfire. Now, unfortunately, um, the Ratnik whiffed all his shots and uh, he was beaten in the face-to-face. Missile missed, the Panzerfaust missed, and the spit, uh, the one Spitfire did hit, uh, but he made his armor save. So, so who were I the still... three in? Who were the three in the coordinate order? Yeah, so it was a tank hunter uh, missile launcher. It was a Dynamo uh, with a Panzerfaust. Dynamo just oh, basic yeah. profile. That's cool. They're, they're really good. Yeah, and then um, the front of it broke out of that because I broke the Harris, so the front of it joined in as well. So. He, mm. he took a shot as well. But unfortunately, um, yeah, so that didn't quite work out. I probably should have just gone with a six dice, to be honest. I think that would have been the better play. But um, I wanted to test out the coordinator order business and it didn't work. So, yeah, so after that, um, I only had two orders and I kind of had to start getting ready for Jacob's turn. And I just couldn't put it up. Didn't have enough. So Jacob mowed me down. 
Uh, yeah, well, you had that. You had that. You had that second unfortunate thing where you, um, you caught the riot girl out of cover. Uh, it was Spitfire v v Spitfire, but I I just won the. I I think I lost the first one, made the armor save, and then yeah. just won the second roll off and yeah. killed the front of it. And at that point, I think that was all your gunfighters dead. Yeah, they're all the ones that could stand up with the riot girl. So yeah, Jake was absolutely right. So after that coordinate order went wrong, uh, the Ratnik. Uh, he went to unconscious, whatever, but I uh, got my Frontovic on a roof and plunging fire down onto his right girl to bring the link down to four man potentially. Um, and I had four dice and 15s. He had two dice, 16s. So it wasn't a terrible fight for Jacob, but um, yeah, I just uh, uh, he was out of cover. He was out of cover and everything, but I lost the fight. So he he got me down and that was all my gunfighters and that's all she wrote. Oh. So I I yeah. am on, on that coordinated order thing. That has been something that, has been um, come up a couple of times in games for me fairly recently. Um, and I haven't taken it because I've gone, oh, you know, uh, sometimes it would just require, you know, command, because it would require a command token to reform the link team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because it'll usually be in a link. Um, I think the most recent example was like I had a, um, yeah, it was something like, something similar to what you've done there. Like yeah. I might have had one Panzerfaust on something. I think it might have been, uh, yes, I had like a Panzerfaust on something, and then I had like a, a gun that would have been burst, that would have been burst two. So it'd be like a burst two and two burst one guns. And I was like, well, this might take the thing down, but it also might just whiff and I do nothing. And then I've got to spend a command token. I've spent two yeah. command tokens to like reform the link and try again. So yeah, but it's interesting to see that you tried it, and that was probably better odds than I would have had. So it's just un- a bit unfortunate. The th- well, the thing is, Ratnik is actually burst three as part of the coordinating because mm-hmm. he's burst five with a Spitfire. Oh, he's so, burst five uh, normally, so right? That, yeah, that's right. So he's, uh, yeah, so he's actually burst three part of the coordinate order. Mm. So there's a big chance he's going to uh, reduce how many hits he, even if he loses a fight, he should reduce maybe. So he should survive, right? That's the idea. And then the other guy should smash. Uh, but unfortunately, he missed all three shots, like didn't even hit. Um, and he went what, what was he yeah, What was he needing? 13s? So. 13s. 13s, yeah. yeah. And what did you choose to shoot at, um, J- Jacob, the Ratnik? Oh, he was he was shooting at my missile launcher. Um, yeah, but you, who, who uh, did you, who did you shoot back? I shot, I, shot, I, shot at, I shot at the right. I shot at the, uh, the Ratnik. Right, okay. Um, and I think that was the point where your Ratnik went unconscious. That's right. That's right. Looking back on the firefight, though, on six dice, the Ratnik had like a sixty percent chance to win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I probably should have stayed at six dice. And what? Um, what did dice. you know? What the? I guess it's hard harder to work out what the odds are in a coordinated order, right? It's a lot more. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know how the fuck to work that out. But I, just, I was just banking on the missile to hit because it would have clipped two of his other dudes in the link as well. Oh, really? I, I, I know. Yeah. I think. I think. I think because because uh, because I had done it to you, I'd spaced my guys out, but you definitely would have splattered the riot girl. Yeah, mm. potentially. I'm not sure, but I I thought it was going to hit somebody else. But the uh, the tank hunter is the one I was really banking on. I'm like sixty percent chance he hits done. Uh, I don't have to deal with this bitch anymore. Uh, mm. But yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's, a, it's definitely a worthwhile uh, play of doing uh, play. Just it didn't work out for you, unfortunately. Dice were your I think yeah. Enema. In hindsight, though, I would I should have taken the six dice fight once. Seeing how that went, that fell, then I still had to coordinate up my sleeve. But the mm. thing is, if you coordinate first, you break the link, and uh, and you then really you risk the model. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, true. So that's what I would do in hindsight. I'd, I'd have a go, and if that doesn't work, 
and I, I do coordinate order because with mm. six dice, he shouldn't be hitting me more than once if I lose. And if he hits me once, with even with a missile, I should be able to go dog it at least because I got like effectively three wounds with the ratnik. Yeah, I think the other thing about doing it the coordinated order way is. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, not, I'm obviously not looking at the odds very closely, but you've got, you're probably more likely to kill the riot girl or at least um, knock her unconscious with the coordinated order because, I think so. because you've got the three dice from the thing, which would be, which might be contested. But then if the mm-hmm. mislauncher hits, that's probably putting mm-hmm. at least one, like at least two wounds on her or hopefully two yes. wounds on her. So you're, you know, and then if the Panzerfaust hits, then that's like her, she's dead. Whereas She's if gone. you were if you were just to go the six dice versus the two, you know just the way that the dice go and the, she's armor six and cover or armor five with the AP, you're probably mm. more likely to just maybe put her unconscious or just lose drop make her drop one wound in which case Jacob just goes prone she, or fails a, or and then then, like, okay. then 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 it's okay. Whereas that way you're you're hitting it from angles with explosive and if you you know if you hit then yeah, you know, yeah. she's more likely to die. Uh, it's brutal. Um, I think the dynamos, the base dynamo profile, has a Panzerfaust, right? So, yeah, I really think there's some some play there with the Ratnik leading like the spearhead and just having like these other pieces do the dangerous weapons. Uh, so I don't know it's going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, in the future. But you know, having, right, yeah. a fully linked, fully linked yeah. right girl is not something to be um, fucked around with either. It's yeah, a tough one. Exactly, exactly. Um, also, uh, the only other thing I did with Infinity is uh, we hosted Pete's um, Slow Grow Three. So big shout out to Peter. Um, he organised the whole thing, and then I just came and ran on the day, and I nearly forgot somebody. Uh, so I announced round one's pairings, and I forgot Scott. I apologise, uh, Dante's father. Um, and he's like, hold on, I stand up. I'm like, yep, that's fine. Um, you're playing me. Uh, it's all part of the. Yeah, it was all. It was all part of the plan the whole time. So we had a really good game. Um, and then Gareth showed up round two and three, so I got to drop out. So that went oh, out good. really well. Um, oh, excellent. Because yeah. I was really fucking hungover. I was really hungover. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, so yeah, Richie came up from Geelong for Kings of War tournament on Saturday and stayed the night at mine on Saturday night. And then he he was meant to attend Sunday to play Infinity, but he just didn't. He came, but he's like, "Do you need me?" I'm like, "No, you can go." So yeah. Oh, <laughs> he good was crack. Just in no state. Yeah, oh, good he stuff. was in no state. It was really funny. Um, but it was good. We had a painting contest as well. Um, big shout out to Dan from Joe Long coming second in the painting. He did a whole display board with his Huck Islam. I think oh, I put up well, photos. Well. Yeah, that was really good. He came second. I just want to um, yeah, <laughs> just really um, mention that. Uh, I mean, but no, yeah, it was just, all great just... time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I really want to mention that. No, but it was actually a fucking yeah. It was a really good time. Good to see lots of new players. Like yeah, I think one of the first people who entered one of our um, challenges, Lewis. Uh, he he came down. He did really well. Played some. Uh, he looked like he was had some good games. Tristan did really well with his dash out. Um, I think oh, Doug did pretty well. <laughs> Hang on though. Yeah, did, did he, he did he did do well. He did, he did do, do well, well. He, against all odds. Against a lot against, of odds. Against having to against having to play an army that you built for him with your yeah, typical yeah. hipster swagger. <laughs> that yeah, that's right. No, I built him dash out list, which is unbeaten to this day. Um, and you can, uh, you can touch on that one. Yeah, sure. Um, 
<laughs> and then no, the last thing I wanted to do is I wanted to shout out House of War Thursday nights. Let's get that place pumping on Thursday nights. Uh, we're getting good crowds. Um, you were there last week, myself and Jacob were all there. Tristan, uh, when Pete gets back from overseas, he'll be coming down. So let's get, you know, start looking to get like eight, ten players down there regularly. I've got a demo there this Thursday. So hopefully, yeah, we can pick up some more players and just keep around the community. Yeah. So good. that's my two cents. Yeah. Jacob, you got any. Um... Hobby or games you want to chat about? Yeah, so um, after our little talk uh, when we were with Ivory about you know the Bakunin coming out, I wanted to make sure that I tried everything I could in Bakunin uh, before they disappeared. So I uh, so I, I I grabbed I had obviously had a game with. I mean, they're not um, they're not disappearing though. They're they're being sorry, re- being before, remade anew, re released yeah, for potentially some of the fire teams that. I appreciate potentially disappear. So I wanted to the fully linked core of Riot Girls, which let's be fair, that needs to be that needs to just get fucked right off. Um, oh, anyway, sorry, way. sorry, carry on, carry on. Uh, yeah, um, but also the um, Morlock Taskmaster uh, link. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Um, There's a cute one, which I, linked. yeah, and as well as like it's just trying out the Moira's as they are at the moment. So I, I played Josh in, um, uh, in, um, highly classified. Um, and I, I think I lost, it was a really close game. Um, I, I just couldn't get things around over to the objectives and what have you. But, um, yeah, I was, it probably just wanted to try out, um, the Harris of, uh, Kusanagi, the uh, custodia and the healer um and in that link kusanagi is um a, a, an absolute menace with bs14 mm-hmm. absolutely and mimetism uh, minus six but in highly classified she's kind of pointless because she's just a specialist that can't really do much well she's a character um, doesn't she have d charges as well I don't think so. I don't okay. think she has yeah, d charges she, 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 might... she needs to do the character classifieds which are there's a couple of them there yeah, but they're, they're, they're like in this particular one, I had I also had Avicenna and Fiddler, so I didn't need her to do that. Sure, but, yeah. Um, like it, like if you were doing highly classified, I would suggest sort of. Yeah, you're right. Taking, she, does, she doesn't um, have anything. Yeah, yeah. I would suggest taking uh, Zoe and Pywell and just have like a mm. non-pure um, moderator call. Yeah, fair anyway, enough. yeah, it was it was a really good game against uh, CHA uh, again. Probably one of the very few. Uh, links that you don't want to go up against as CHA is something that can see right through your smoke. Um, mm. But he did a good job of sort of getting me in bad ranges or you know, getting his burst come, uh, to bear. Uh, his, uh, what's it called? The Vokalak was just invincible. Uh, Wait, one thing no, we didn't mention he, was playing C- he was playing CHA, wasn't he? Sorry, Wolver. It was a Wolver. Wolver, okay. Yeah. Wolver, yeah. 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 Josh, Josh, yeah. Josh, Josh yeah. is correcting you on the chat. He's like, it was yeah. not... <laughs> Perfect. Wait, did he get in that quickly? Oh yep. my god, that yep. was freaking quick. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it was. It was. It was a good game. Uh, a lot of his things. Uh, yeah, a lot of his things uh, did work. Um, and I really do think. I mean, if we're going to talk about factions, people are sleeping on. CHA is mm-hmm. in such a good position right now, mm-hmm. um, mainly because oh, yeah. they're one. They're one of the few that have. Um, a hacker 
that works in their links because they've got uh, Isabel McGregor. She is pretty good. Well, she's a T2 rifle ha- killer hacker, normal hacker. Regular hacker. But she's also got, regular hacker. But yeah. she's also, so she's a hacker character, has D charges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, she's, that's pretty she's, sweet. She's very good in high, highly classified, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, and apparently but, uh, Josh Josh is saying Caden did some work in that game as well. Was that the Wolver you were talking about, or is this another? Um... No, no, I think he had I think he had a Wolver, Caden, and um, Isabel in oh, a yeah. single team. Nice little Harris. So Caden, uh, this is a nice Harris. Caden came around and just did T two rifle stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think I think the, I, I think the idea and it it sort of it kind of worked because if he hadn't done that, I reckon I would have won the game. Is um, he was in my back. One of the classifiers we drew was Predator, and the other one was, um, uh, the other one was Coup de Gras. Oh no, Extreme Prejudice. Um, mm-hmm. So I, he, with Caden in my back line, I had to stay there and get rid of him. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. No, otherwise, he would have, otherwise, last last order, he would have just suicide bombed him into something to do melee, and I would have been. It would have been uh, it's not. We can't refer to it as suicide bombing. It's a heroic charge. No, in game, in game, in game, in game. Yeah, it's, it's heroic it's, it's, charge. It, it, no, no, it's, it's, it's suicide bombing in game. That's what they do in Twitch. Any, you just any, have to classify it with anything in-game. else? Anything else? No, that's it. No, okay. Um, so me, I will, I mean, I haven't been up to a hell of a lot in the last month because I've been away at sea, but I have managed to get two games in, in the week that I've, since I've come Very back nice. from, from the ship, which has been good. Um, I had a game in WA, um, against James, um, Higgins, um, the night before I flew back to Melbourne. So we had it at his house. He hosted me second time I've been around to his house. Um, very, uh, He's he's a great guy and he's got beer on on tap. So um, yeah, we had a couple of drinks, had some burgers. Actually on tap. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got a keg in his house, so just he just can pour that straight from the keg into two nicely chilled glasses, which is great because it's been quite quite warm over in Perth this last um, or Holy WA. Shit. Yeah, That's a setup. So we yes, yeah, so we sat down and had a had a game. Um, he lent me his uh, hack Islam so I could play Rama, and I was versing his NCA. Um, we played uh, rescue, and okay. um, yeah, it was and it was a it was a fun game. I was very worried about NCA um, just because they got some amazing guns. Um, what I do want to talk about though is um, the the table that we played on, um, <laughs> and this is not going to be this is not me. Like I I, mean, I said it to James when we we're having the game before the before the game and after the game. That the table was not what I would call the greatest table. Um, I, uh, I want, once 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 he f- sort of finished setting up, I was like, "Are you happy with this table?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I think it needs a little bit more scatter." Um, and I didn't, I, you know, like I said, I don't want to be like, "I've come um, to your house and just going right. shit on was your this fucking before? table." Ask was this before or after you sipped the beer that he just poured from the tap? This, this was this was uh ooh, this yeah this was were you just like this was as i was drinking his own beer telling him that his table was shit uh yeah <sighs> nice beer mate um but you know this table is shit. by the way your table sucked it. no uh it, That's it, funny. let me let me just see if i can get this table up here um oh, you, 
I know, I'm a jerk. Let me just share this thing here. Is that sharing? There it is. All right. So if you can see this are you table. calling him out. Yeah, calling him out as well now. This is no, no. I'm not calling him out. I'm not. No, no. I'm not calling him out because I, I said it to him during the during the uh, during the game and after the game, and it ended up not being that bad in the end. But this is basically the table from my side, um, on 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 one side, and um, if you can imagine that the before after we first started setting up, this wasn't here. Um. This wasn't here, this wasn't here, and this wasn't here. Oh, right? Okay. Yeah. Um also this you can see straight through. There is there is like um some wall some low walls on the front, but this you can see straight through. Mm. And uh actually no, I think this was here, but this wasn't here, this wasn't yep. here, and this definitely wasn't here. And I don't think that car was here either. And I was like, we need to add some more stuff. <laughs> And yep. um, the other problem with the table that I had was um, I was on this. Uh, I was on this side. Um, sorry, we 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 ruled off. He won the LT rule, and he elected to choose sites, and he chose this other site. Now I didn't take a photo of his site, but you can sort of see that there is a, a nice building here for a firebase, and yeah. then there is. Let me just see if I can change this photo. City stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then there's another on this one. You can see there's another building here. And behind this building, there's another, there's a wall here where you can, and then it's yeah. got a wall, like a walkway. So you can, you can stand the link team up on here, on here and here. And then that's just mm. a massive building that you can't see anything through anyway. So yeah. he chose that side and I was like, well, shit. Um, you know, sure. I'll go, I'll, I'll go first. And um, I chose. I looked at this side, and I was like, I am not deploying anything on this side because nothing can move out from this point here without just copying a whole bunch of shots from whatever he places up there. So I ended up placing on this side because it had this building here where I could hide behind. I could I could cautious move probably through this area here mm -hmm. to get like up this side to like start taking fights on this side. Yeah. But what was interesting is because I deployed pretty much, you can sort of see this is at the end of my first turn, pretty much everything, and these are the civilians here. Mm. Everything on my right-hand side, all of my army was pretty much deployed on this side. So what he did is he ended up placing all of, uh, not all of his army, but all of his air rolls on this side. And because I was Makes completely sense. empty on this side, he deployed his little Harris team in here, you know, with uh -huh. the intention of moving out. Uh -huh. And... Basically, I'm I'm not gonna like go through the through through the whole game, but what it was what was interesting is because I placed everything on here, he then he then had to deploy here, which at least gave me a, a, a chance to move up, use smoke, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but the the thing that I wanted to bring to people's attention regarding um, table design is, if you, in my opinion, if you are building a table where regardless of the opponent, the mission, the army you're playing, or the army their opponent's playing, if the person who gets to choose sides chooses the same side every single game, like so, you know, but doesn't doesn't matter, you know, if you're at a tournament and it's the same table, mm. um, if if the person who who picks sides is always choosing this side, then there's a problem with the table. Okay, yeah. So there's an imbalance you're saying. There's, there's a, an obvious imbalance. 
there's an obvious in, imbalance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and, yeah. I, and I know some people like to say, well, well, what it, well, what it does is it gives it gives players the option between going first and going second. But I say it doesn't give you the option because if you were going into this game with a list that was just sort of designed to go, um, designed to go f- um, second anyway, then you're not changing your mind on this table. If you were planning on going first, then this table you might maybe go, oh, well, maybe I'll choose this side. Um, instead, so that that is a choice, but it's it's a choice because the side that you're going first on is so would be so bad. Um, so uh, one of their locals, Nick, said it quite well, um, and I'm just gonna quote him verbatim because <laughs> it was very, it was actually very, very, uh, very. He's a very uh, well Nick Nick um, or local Nick. Yeah, Nick, not not Nick on the podcast, be, but other Nick. Yeah, um, because because he's a PhD. Okay, because he's a doctor, right? So <laughs> what he said was imperfect asymmetrical balance. Both sides should have advantages over the other, but those advantages don't have to be per- don't have to perf- be perfectly balanced. If you look at a table you set up and can't quickly decide which side you want, that's good. If you don't care which side you get, that's bad. So what he's saying there is, if you set up a table and you can't, if if you look at a table at a tournament and you can't you can't quickly decipher which of those two sides is better that's that is usually to me is a good thing but if you walk up to a table and go that side's dog shit like just objectively that keep me away from it yeah keep keep me away from then that that, to me is bad table design or not Uh, it's good it's it's not good it's not good table design it's lazy table design exactly now i'm not saying this to like disparage james in any way because like i said i i I added some additional terrain to it and we had we had a really good game in the end it was it was it was a really fun game um really close like i had we had we had a great time but going into this game i was very concerned because in the end he didn't you know it's not like i was very concerned about like a bolt sniper just shutting me down um that's why i I, I said can we add some more terrain on this table Mm. But you've got two big shadow zones to come up behind with that big building and the other building. Um, the problem, they provide a big shadow zone, don't they? The problem is on this side of the table here, mm-hmm. you can't deploy anything in the middle because the 12-inch, you have to deploy behind one of these buildings here. And you've got this uh, yeah, open area. Yeah. So lose a lot. And you've got this open area, but the building over here, you can see... You can see stuff from here all the yeah, way across into here. So there's no, and also on the other side, from this building up here, that's no why I put. Line. That's why I put this um, this bit here, yeah. this thing here, to stop the somebody line, from yeah. just getting a line all the way into the DZ. All the way. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, it was it was a tricky yep. one, um, but I just wanted to wanted to mention that um, as part of the game. Nice. Um, the other thing about the game that was uh, fun was. Um, I bring my notes back up. Is um, relating to the challenge that we've did that, that's just finished. He did run run an Ulan, which was um, somebody on the chat might have something to say about the Ulan. Um, but it was it was it was pretty fucking scary. Tag having a oh, mimetism right. minus three marker state tag with a BS mm-hmm. with BS fifteen fireback is terrifying. And thankfully, mm-hmm. in our game, I was able to use my own marker states, the Beast Hunter, to move up the table in line of fire the Ulan, right? The Ulan, James didn't want to reveal the Ulan to discover my own camo marker. So that allowed me to just mm-hmm. keep moving the Beast Hunter closer and closer to the Ulan. 
until I got into template range with the Beast Hunter on his bolts. And I was able to template his bolts and clip the Ulam, which then brought out his camel. The, the result was nothing happened because everyone's, oh. everyone, everyone either dodged or, or passed their armor save. But the important thing was the Ulam was out of camel. And I had a Namur that was duoed with a Mukhtar Red Fury, um, oh. which was a really nice little duo. And I was able to spend all of my orders, get the Namur into CC with the Ulan and brick it and take two wounds off it. Um, which then basically shut shut the Ulan out from doing anything until I think it was at turn three when James was able to revive or like um, clear the states on the Ulan with his engineer and go on a bit of a rampage and like kill a bunch of my stuff. Um, but by then it was too late. I'd already rescued one of the civilians and he didn't have enough orders to like, he had enough orders to kill my stuff, but not kill my stuff and rescue a civilian. So um, right. it did end in a win to me, but um, the Ulan... The Ulan is a scary ass. Yeah, um, man. No doubt. <laughs> um, it, it's a it's a scary ass tag. The one thing I would say yeah. about it, though, and then maybe this is why the, where the criticism comes: why does it have an HMG and a plus one burst fireback? That to me just seems you're like double dipping from the same pool there. That's that's what we were saying with oh. when we were playing with um, when we were talking with I, Ivory is that it'd be better off having an SMG. Than that HMG. Cool. Coordinate orders would be pretty cool. Um, and sorry, sorry, Zephyr's on the chat, just like saying I'm ripping into my host, as in ripping into James. No, 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 I'm not. Like I talked I know, him after no. the game, and we had a and we had a great game, and he was fantastic. I just I just wanted to nitpick on the on the table a bit and use it as a as an excuse to just say out to everyone else out there in radio in Radio and, Land to say like, hey. Yeah. Before you set up a table, just consider these 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 factors, and mm. this is what I regard as a bad as like a, not a good table. As if you have this result, I also wanted to skew the narrative as well to make it sound like you're shitting on your host, but that's not uh, that's yeah. not reality. Yeah, so I just but, um, I just I do think it's weird that it's got an HMG and a plus one burst for a bat because there's very few occasions where you're gonna want to drop where you're gonna want that extra burst. You know, burst three BS yeah. fifteen. Um, or burst four B is fifteen, but then the burst three is also APDA. To me, yeah. it's just I mean, sort if, of... you, if, if you sh if you're shooting something that's like like, and I I don't know the full list of things, but if you're shooting something <laughs> like Atalanta, um, you probably want the extra burst to try and ensure you get a good roll over her hopefully well, bad roll. I think the the point that's of the, the only reason I think you'd want it. But the thing is, right, what about is, ARO? is is no. The thing is, yeah, because you're always going to want to use the four back in ARO. But the thing that yeah. I'm make pointing going to point out is, sure, the HMG gives you suppressive fire um, options. But what, the reason why people are sad on the Ulan is that it is expensive. It's like eighty something, eighty six points for an armor six tag. If that HMG yeah. was a Spitfire, or if the HMG Hell was even a submachine gun. That's what, that's what I was saying. Uh, yeah, Zephyr you could. Last week. Yes, that was right. You could cut that. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. It was. It was in the last episode, and I was like, mm. and I, I didn't. I listened to the episode when after you guys recorded it, and I was like, oh, that seems a bit weird to do that. And then I faced the Ula, and I was like, oh, I see now what you're saying. Yeah, you absolutely don't need that HMG. That HMG is just fat and bloat that makes the Ula expensive without actually offering anything useful. I think that Ulan is perfectly fine. I think it's one of the profiles you have to use. No, I genuinely think it's one of those profiles you have to use a couple of times to realize. Because sitting in camo with a full bark and then and then be like, hey, motherfucker, you want to move? 
go for it. You want to discover me? Go for it. <laughs> but you're not moving until you discover me and deal with me. It's yeah, I don't know. You, yeah. You, I mean, I mean, if you don't have access to the cutter, then yeah, it, it's the only option. But the the cutter is only what nine points more. Yeah, that was what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I, and I mean, you don't get the cutter in NCA, so I can see why you might want it. But it just does seem like if a bad want, it, If you want to hear more about Pano Tags, listen to our episode uh, 89. Yeah, yeah, the last episode. Uh, yeah, it's from just... the Ivory Tower. Um, right. Yeah, so then that's what I wanted to say on that game. And then I had another um, really fun little game um, against Tristan. Um, he I was running his dash at. <laughs> he was running. He was running. Uh, he was running Val's dash at list with some tweaks to make it actually maybe decent. Uh, <laughs> and we were we were, and we were going we were playing um, the uh, center field mission, which is one of the missions for Anzac Cup, and that was our first time playing it. And it was um, it was it was a tricky mission, um, and we made some mistakes, but it was mostly because we first time we'd both been playing it. Um, and that was it was good because I would say that I probably had the upper hand throughout the whole game as far as like killing models and dominating the the, the field. Of course, you don't get points for doing that. You get points for laying down uh, multi scanners, and um, Tristan was able to kill, just destroy just enough of them at the end of the game to um, snatch him the victory. Um, but that yeah, it was that was a that was a fun game. Um, I had my again my beast hunter did really well. It was able to super jump on top of a crate and then jump down and stab Valera on the first turn. Although I believe that was probably ill, Ill advised um, when because I was trying to go I was trying to gut a specialist because I knew that obviously you know you need specialists to to play sensor field because you need to be able to place these multi scanners. And so I was like I made a beeline for Valera because Valera was also in a link team and. I just wanted to like break that Harris up and stop it from doing anything. But in hindsight, he had what was quite obviously a Zencha something. I assumed a Zencha hacker, but we're playing Val's list here, so it was a Zencha forward observer uh, on a rooftop that I could have quite easily have just censored with my Rafik and then used the Beast Hunter to super jump up the building and then stab him. But I ended up going for Valera, which was still fine because it got rid of a specialist, but it was really the Zencha that got Tristan the win because the Zencha yeah, was just able to was just able to reveal, place a couple of multi scanners, and then go back into camel state. Um And you can't touch it? Yeah, oh, actually no, to be honest, no, he didn't he didn't put it back in the camel state and I was able to brick it, but by then oh. but by then he'd already put down two two um multi scanners. Yeah. And um, we just made the mistake until we just made the mistake by not realizing until the end of the game that those uh, multi scanners are S one, not S zero. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been mm. able to shoot them. But anyway, that was one of the mistakes we made. Um, yeah, Bean so, Jacob didn't have that problem because he didn't let me put. Yeah, Val, how many how many, <laughs> um, how many of my multi scanners did you kill? Um, I as many as, as I kill of your models, so not too many. Um, and I didn't even get to place one. We, I, to this day, we don't know how the tap multi scanner looks like. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> maybe next time, maybe next time, lads. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty rough. Yeah, so so that's pretty much it. I am uh, I am now going to try to do some painting um, in time for Anzac Cup. I haven't put anything, any paint on any model in about a year, uh, which is pretty sad. But um, I am going to try and get my Rama, the last bits of my Rama, painted up for next month because I am I would like to play fully painted and not proxied if I can. Um, so that's it. That's all I've got to. That's all, that's all I've got. You and me both. All right. Uh, anything On else? On the topic we... of Anzac Cup, by the way, uh, mm -hmm. you're going 
I'm 95% going Jacob. Uh, it's, it's getting up there, so like 75% going. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, we've got... Um, I've got I've got a room of seven booked in Canberra, and then we've got another four or five people who don't have rooms booked yet. So there's like twelve or thirteen people. Yeah. Um. So I, I Rob Wright, if you're listening to this, <laughs> if you're listening mm. to this, you might want to scan some uh, scans for some more tables for us. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Um, we we will try and bring some. I think there's a couple of people that are driving across, but um, we'll see how we go. Um, we will get into the events actually in a minute, um, but we do have some exciting news to um, talk about. So, uh, oh, actually, while um, does someone want to someone hit this off while I load up uh, load up some photos? Yeah, sure. So I mean, we got I yeah, I think we got I think it was a studio update. Uh, where they dropped just mostly uh, new products, but we did get the new ITS special event pack, which last season was the new Saigosh. Anyway, it was two little models and a tag. Uh, this season, it's the same thing. It's two little models and a tag, being uh, Big She. Sorry if I pronounced it wrong. I know it's supposed to be said differently. A, a alternate uh, Marut, and then and, uh, and it's not even an alternate um, Aya. It's a new Aya. So it is the, I'm pretty sure it's the breaker rifle zapper profile, mm -hmm. not the I mean, rifle emitter profile. Like you're doing this, you're doing this, you're, you're doing this out of order, but that's fine. I'll let you, I'll let you off with it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually doing it in the order of the video. Oh, okay. okay uh, no, no, that's, that's that fair enough. I'll, I'll cop that one. I'll cop that one. Uh, and then we got um, dropped, uh, some, some of the new, uh, joy toys. So well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we before we move on, I think there's some important information that, in addition to the tournament pack that we should that we should uh, mention. I do want to just quickly touch on this picture that we've been given. I didn't realize that they're going to give us an N4 tape measure. Look at that! Again, look at this thing. Yes, look at that. Yes. So, there's there's That's not so much cool. change to, uh, about the pack. Uh, I think it, you ah. do get a couple more patches, like one or two more, and you do get yes a tape measure. Hmm. Uh, but the main th the main thing is you get a new Marut, yeah, uh, who's uh, I think aiming the gun instead of I think having it to the side or sort of in a at, at ease pose. Don't, I don't I don't like this new pose. I love it. I I I'll, I'll, I'll be with you. It was already a busy model. Now it's a busy cluttered model. And that yeah. HMG. I mean, I I did actually after looking at this model, I did look at the original one. I was like, oh, that HMG is pretty big, but it just looks. So Huge. big on this picture. Yeah. Like, what is going yeah. on? It's, not great. Yeah, not, no, not not a fan. I'm sorry. Not, not a fan. Um, okay, I, I see what they've done. They've you, you, they've given you four extra arms, so they've they've essentially swapped it around. Right it, um, it, in the original one, it's hot. It's held yeah. in the bottom pair. Now it's held yeah. in the upper pair. Yeah. yeah, it's look. I want it because I love oh. and I love the Marut, but. Um, it is. It, it has taken a cluttered model and sort of compacted it, so now it just looks. Yeah. It just. It's just too busy. There's a lot of detail that's lost. Anyway. We need to see Hector's conversion of Ag Agamemnon, the Aleph tag. He's converted one, and he's done a really good job with it. I'll try to source a photo for for the, mm. uh, for the Discord. Yeah, so we got this one, chat. and then we've got the IR. This model is beautiful. <sighs> this looks great. So, um, someone great, say, and I, and amazing I, model. It's going to so, be another great proxy. I absolutely agree. 
why are the IRs the best models there? Every every IR is just they they, uh, they hit the nail on the head every single time they release one. I mean, this is my the... Mukhtar MSV2 Red Fury right here. That's just what I'm pushing. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's it. Um, do, why do, but hold on. There's always complaints about there being like too many of the same model. Anyone complaining about the fact that there's three IRs? Not yet. <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah. no. I mean, there's because like, yeah. You have hollow mass, so you need them. You could use all three for your hollow mass state. I guess you could. I guess you could. Hollow echo, sorry. Hollow echo state. Hollow echo. Um, yeah, I guess you could. I, I would. I, I, I would. I would warn against doing it because then you've got to try and remember which freaking profile you're ah, supposed to be true, displaying. True. It's beautiful. But, um, it's a beautiful model. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I suppose the one thing we should mention about this, it, I, you can't really see it in these photos, but it is unlike the other two. This is a female IR. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's a you little bit. You can kind of see in, in the in you the can right. see some, You can uh, yeah. see some boob. Sorry, boys. I got to just turn off my camera for a moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. I was gonna. I should make that joke, joke when we get it to Joy Toy. Okay. Hang on. Hang I was on. gonna give a one-handed applause. Oh god. Okay. So before we move on, let's just quickly touch on the the really important information that came out for these two models is that they will be in a new form of plastic resin, um, not cyocast. Uh, not what they use to make Aristea miniatures with, but some new fan-dangled um, stuff from a company. I forget what they're called. Someone can remind me. Someone can Uni tell me something. Uniqlo. Um, from no, it's some it's something though. But yeah, Uni, it's, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uniqlo, so so whatever. they've said that it will be more durable, um, stronger than Cyacast, and easier mm. to. Um, E- easier point. to e- easier to clean because one of the well, I think one of the complaints we've had is that it is um, a bit of a pain in the ass to clean sometimes, especially if the mold lines are a bit nasty. So yeah. I mean, on paper that sounds great, but then Sciacast also sounded like it would be great. And uh, honestly, I've got no real complaints with Sciacast that I've used so so far. Not at all. Um, but this is interesting that they're going down another route. I don't know if this means that. Sciacast isn't working out for them and they're trying this other method or is this just a third or a second I mean, a second manufacturer to help them with because I think what they said in the press release is it's there to help them produce this like more models like this this is like yeah. another outsourcing that they're going to use to um, pump out pump out more models another, another way to avoid outsourcing I think you mean um, well I mean they, they are, they are outsourcing in-house. well they are outsourcing they're using another company no, 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 no. The, the what's them? They're doing it in house. They, they've they've combined with the company to use their new technology in house. I think I think that's what they said, but I might mm. be wrong on that one. Okay. If so the I think they're trying to keep that. more control. Yeah, I think they're trying to keep more control in house on on their products. Therefore, they give themselves diverse uh, ways of manufacturing. Because I know that when I went to the CB studio, they had the Sirecast machines there, right? But they had like a limited number of them. Yes. Um, so they're obviously, the, you know, their production isn't high on the Sciacast, which is why it's often used on the bigger stuff. Um, my my interpretation was that they, you know, in order to keep up with demand, some of the models may have to come out in this plastic because they can't they can't increase their production anymore at CB because they literally run out of space. Mm. So they would have While to then get somebody s- else to do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, well, that's well, my well, that's well, my understanding. Well, I could be wrong yeah. though. Let's see what comes down the line. Hopefully, hopefully this resin gives it a bit more. The plastic resin gives it a bit more resin quality. So yeah, it's easy to easy to clean um, and less mm-hmm. sort of bendy. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Okay, so then we have uh, ba -da -ba -da, what's the next? Then we've got the also the oh, so Joy Toy. Here we go. So um, so Joy Toy. So this was the first Joy Toy that um was announced. It's the US U USARF with a Ratnik and a Grunt. Um, it's not great. Um, I think it's so, a Marauder, isn't it? I don't know what it is. Maybe whatever. Yeah, you're right because I think it's got an HRL. But either way, I think the the quality looks good. Like the quality looks good. They're they're fun. I'm just not into this sort of thing. But um, no, it actually doesn't look that bad. I think the Ratnik looks good. No, uh, I think the dude looks good. Yeah, I just think it was a weird choice to choose. Um, of all of the sci-fi cyberpunk stuff you could make in Infinity, they decided to go with the like 40k esque looking shit. Um, I, th th this might have been a decision that's like a little bit more backwards from what we think. It might be Joy Toy saying, "Hey, we want to make, uh, like we want to make toys out of you know, mm -hmm. these models," and CB just giving them the rights to do it. I think so. Yeah, well. okay. I, I get the I get the feeling because Joy Toy is going pretty nuts uh, with making Warhammer stuff, and I yeah. I, I would probably say that. Next to Games Workshop is CB, so why not? Why not get on the ground floor with both? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, CB I mean, it's, it's it's very uh, it's, that's a that's a big prop you're giving to CB that you've just said that they're next to next to Games Workshop. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but that's good that you I think, think that. Do, 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 think do that. you know of any other like yeah privateer press? Like anything that any anyone that makes D and D models. Um, mm, like, yeah. what's the next biggest manufacturer outside of G Dub? Is I don't think it's CB, but I mean, but they're they're known for their good qualities. Uh, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I was I was more talk, I was more talking about popularity. Uh, so many times no, I've, I've heard stuff about. I I would not say uh, that CB are even in the top are in the top five, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm 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 in my own little bubble. Um, but so we, we so we got these guys, and we also mm. got this. Uh, now I'm not entirely sure if this was a leak though, because I think apparently it's found on Twitter. It's not really been on the CB website page, but it has made the rounds. So we'll we'll talk about it. Um, this is a much more interesting uh, sculpt, um, the classic Margot and Duroc. Um, this is way more Infinity. This is like when you think Infinity, like the poster child of not poster yeah. child of not 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 poster child of infinity but like the uh, fact that they, yeah. the fact that they have this this poster essentially at, up at cb headquarters to me is yeah. like I mean, this is science fiction werewolf yeah yeah Ma so, exactly and, yeah yeah margo and i mean talking to poster child margo and Duroc were a the poster child for a little bit yeah yeah no that's why, that's why i said like they're up at cb headquarters so yes they 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 certainly are um i mean yeah they look great um that's way more interesting for infinity collectors and even non-infinity yeah. collectors because they'll just see this like cool fucking big ass werewolf with a huge knife. They will probably won't yeah, care so too much about, about about Margot. They'll just be like, "You rock? Who's this guy?" Um, hmm. I mean, I, I I don't know about the 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 US um the US guy, but the, I think the Ratnik makes sense as far as an action figure goes. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, the right, like he's all he's all robot and stuff like that. I mean, mm. I mean, if you're gonna do the US, I, I I'll admit I'm not sure why they didn't just do the blackjack. blackjack. Yeah, absolutely. Don't get it. Oh, who's yeah. Joy Toy based? Are they based in Japan? Are they what? What, what American? No, what company is it? No idea. Might be an yeah. American company. No idea. No idea. Um, and um, then we have we'll leave that for the chat to um. Uh, then we have Ram Racer. Oh, this is a big shock, isn't it, yeah. Kevin? <laughs> yeah, it is. It was a huge shock. I had no idea this was coming. Um, 
yeah it looks it looks great uh ram racer so it's gonna be a like a, a board game uh everything's gonna be in the everything you need to play the game is gonna be in this one box it's not going to be kickstarter it's going to be straight to retail stores so you will be able to pick it up um normally which is great um and yeah it's 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 ram racer i don't really know what else to say about it you you take turns and you right. go around go around a cool track that you can make and you have power-ups and um i didn't take any f- screenshots of the characters but we all know how cute they look and i know i'm going yeah, to take that, that that ariadnan guy that someone says looks like lister from red dwarf i'm that's i'm all for that that's really great yeah yeah really like really like this like the way that the um the the corner thing you know you, you mm-hmm. your different gears i think you know fourth gear is straight uh, yeah, second yeah, yeah. gear is a bit more bendy third gear is like slightly slightly bendy um so you gotta like you know figure out which gear you want to be in and you got the power-ups and stuff that looks really cool and then it's like the little controllers as well it's 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 fun so, um, yeah yeah That's looking very, very much looking forward to that um i don't i think they're going to be showing it off at adepticon um i don't know when it'll be in stores they're running demos yeah right demos at adepticon so yeah that looks great and then what else did we have i think that was it for now we've already done that yes we've already done that so we will end that there and we'll move on to events 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 okay so i'll do this one first because it's my oh hang on did my my screen go oh sorry just something happened on my screen oh no it's nothing to my never mind um yeah so i have an event coming up thunder over helheim it is uh saturday the 18th of march uh it's kicking off at nine o'clock in the morning so a bit early for some people perhaps but um Nice and early start, so nice and early finish. Uh, It's going to be hosted at First Reservoir Scout Hall in Reservoir, which is, for those people who don't know Melbourne very much, it's in the north. Um, I like to call it a a middle suburb. Some people would like to call it an outer suburb. It really depends on how you grew up in in Melbourne. Outer suburb. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's very close to me, so uh, that helps me for for a change. Um, But yeah, it's a good good spot. It's, It's nice and big um and plenty of parking and it's uh there's not too not too far from cafes and stuff so it'll be good um i'll probably actually do a table at the local pub maybe at lunchtime because we'll have a nice plenty of time for lunch uh cost is 25 dollars uh three rounds its 14 with the spec ops extra 12 12 xp uh the missions are secure the admiral which is a custom mission that i've made uh, Sensor Field, which is a custom mission from Rob Wright, the one of the missions that, um, for Anzac Cup, and finishing off with Rescue. Uh, event in radio form can be found on Facebook or on the Loss of Lieutenant, Loss of Lieutenant and Infinity Vic Discord page. Depending on numbers, assistance will be appreciated. Setting up on the Friday night, Saturday morning. It's um, it is a big haul, but I've got a soft cap of twenty at the moment, just to like sort of make setup easier and less of a headache for myself. Um, any questions? Any questions? Um, hit me up on Facebook or Discord. So, um, are you guys going to come to my event? I'm almost certainly not, but unless something changes, I will be. I want to go. Um, I've just got, I've had a date planned for a long time with Mark from Geelong. So he's a very busy man, and I don't get to see him very often. So at the moment, that's pending. Okay, no problem. Uh, Jacob, are you planning coming? 
Yep, I am. I need to get back into the tournament. I've had to bail on like the slow grow and a couple of other things, CanCon mm. and all that sort of thing. So um, mm. I want to I want to get back into it. Uh, no yeah. idea what I'll take. Good. Or, it'll be good to see. With that, without, without, without Val there, maybe I will take tech represent it'll be good to see you there and like i said it's a spec ops extra so that's a little bit of extra fun and um interesting interesting stuff to do there yes uh next up we have anzac cup um i'll just do you want me to take this away on this one away as well or just someone else to do this I, I, feel, I feel like I know I feel, Val. Did you want to give it a shot and do it? Uh, do Let's it. See if I don't cut out. Let's see if I don't cut out. <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody call me on my on Facebook if I cut out. Anyway, uh, Anzac Cup. Uh, it's on the fifteenth and sixteenth of April. I think there's a huge Melbourne contingent of about twelve players so far coming down. It's at the Australian Defence Force Academy Gym. It's four rounds, uh, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. This helps. Uh, this is designed to help people travelling from interstate. Uh, round one begins on Saturday at 12 o'clock. Um, 300 points, ITS, no mods. Two custom missions. Uh, intent is to provide a standard ITS experience, but with enough difference to be interesting. Uh, full mission lineup is as follows, starting with Frontline, then Sensor Field, Klingley, Clingly classified. I fucking hate that name. But yeah, so it's a it's a uh, change up on the highly classified mission, and then finishing off with rescue. So uh, some great missions. Um, so frontline's great mission, rescue not so much, and then sensor field and Klingly, highly classified or Clingly classified are both pretty good from all accounts. They're aiming for thirty two players, which is pretty good. Um, it's currently uncapped, but it does have size limits, so please register soon. You can sign up via the Facebook Infinity event uh, on through Infinity Australia. Um, it's twenty five dollars, and you can or you, and you have, if you have any questions, contact Rob Wright uh, directly uh, or Inane Imp on Discord. And um, what big mention is a lot of the proceeds. How many? I think a lot of the proceeds are going to this um, uh, to a pretty worthy cause. Um, what was it? Yeah, soldier on. Soldier on. Soldier on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I think I think it's uh yeah. So definitely, this is not the kind of event if you want to go and get some kick-ass prizes. The prizes will mm-hmm. uh, most of the most of that you know money that we give goes straight yeah. to soldier on. Um, they do the last time I was at this one, they do have like a best sports um prize, which is pretty cool. Um, but you know the actual placings is is less lesser to the fact that we're raising money for a good cause, and because it's on Saturday afternoon, we can get there on Friday and get. Pretty shit faced. So that's what, that's yeah, what I said last that's time. Like it it, it starts pretty late. So if you want to get a bit munted, you'd be all right. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, looking, for, looking forward to that. Looking forward to taking Val out to uh, some, <laughs> moose, some heads. moose heads and uh, yeah, just letting him, just winding him up and letting him go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already got my first round um, game lined up if I do attend, and that's Ivory. I will be rocking out Morats versus Tack. Excellent. Um, Looking forward to it. Okay, and then finally, uh, finally we have uh, yeah, Burn City Brawl. So this was, I think, announced in the last episode. We have a few more details for it now. Uh, Like I say, 5th and 6th of August. The location has been locked in. It is the Flemington and Kensington Bowls Club, which is just sort of northwest of the city. Um, We're going to have, yeah, we're going to have basically the, the whole function space of the Bowls Club for the entire weekend, including Friday for setup. Um, There will be a bar on uh, open bar during Saturday and Sunday from midday um, and uh, the rest of the details will be forthcoming soon once myself and the other TOs 
figure out the missions. But um, but yeah, we're hoping for a bigger and better Burns City Brawl. I think we've had 40 the last couple of years, so we're looking to try and break the 50 or even 60 if we can. This venue is a bit bigger, so we should be able to fit easily fit 50. Um, but aim for 60 and get that interstate crowd coming coming over and sh- uh, down. Them coming down. down and show them the well, Melbourne friendly, friendly meta. Our, so uh, friendly, as I think. First uh, and fun. First and, f- and fun. I don't know. Did you listen to that uh, episode with Rob? I think he described us as a shark tank now. So I, <laughs> I think mean, we've, right, we've, we've right. gone up. We've gone up. And, uh, but yeah, anyway, um, the details are on Facebook uh, at the moment and on our Discord. But as soon as the Regid form is up, um, we will let you all know. Okay, so that's the events and announcements out of the way. Uh, we have our challenge winner to announce. So we're into a new month, we're into March. So that means the February challenge has completed. That was the marker state challenge. We ended up having five excellent entries and thanks to everyone who took part in the challenge. Um, congratulations to Bruce or Leo Tolstoy or some other name. He's got many, many names. Socrates is another one. But uh, he is from New Zealand and he did a um, very detailed narrative bat rep. And you are a random winner who wins a blister of your choice from Toy Soldier Imports. So congratulations, Bruce. Um, also, a special shout out to our new local player, Lewis who wrote an excellent battle, uh, excellent report on his lessons learned using a variety of um, marker states at the latest slow grow so it was really good to see his um to see his sort of thought process on what he what he he sort of broke it down into what he expected to see or what he expected to happen and what actually happened so he was like he would talk about like how he how he sort of thought mar- um, camouflage would work going into a game and then he played his games and he was like oh actually that didn't work the way i thought it was going to work or it worked better or it didn't work as as well as i thought as so well. he sort of did he, yeah, sort of, right. he sort of did that for um camel state uh hollow mask he didn't he didn't end up facing any impersonation so he didn't write about that but he did sort of talk about um some of his, his, his experiences yeah which is which is good to see you know new mm-hmm. players um because he sort of talked about how camouflage was one of the things that brought him into the game of infinity um, and he wasn't quite sure how it was going to work and how it was going to sort of, you know, work in game. So he was, um, yeah, just basically talking about his expectations. So that was that was a really good little report. And uh, you win a um, limited edition Lost of Lieutenant patch, which we'll hopefully get hey. to you at Thunder over Helheim in a couple of weeks' time. Mm, yes. Um, so, yeah, did you guys have anything you wanted to add on to the February challenge? Um, I use Pavel um, as an assassin page, so using the market state uh, to get you into position. So that was uh, that, that's something I, I utilized. Oh, because he can berserk then, right? That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, walking into the walking into line of fire, they discover you. You don't care. Your next order is berserk. Berserk anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that, that that was really that was really a powerful way to use camo. Um, yeah, that was that was really fun. Yeah. Really, cool. Really good. Um, so yeah, so with that now we have our March challenge, and uh, shout out to our local Hugh who actually came up with this idea. Sorry, I forgot to shout you out when we announced it on the socials, but thanks to Hugh for for this coming up with this idea. It is, and also thanks to Val for coming up with the name. Uh, it's it's <laughs> called You Only Need Ten Models. Uh, so this is uh, basically run a demo game or introductory game of Infinity. Um, uh, it can be anything. It can it can be anything you you re, you would regard as a demo game. Um, it can be at your regular game night, a day or evening at your house, or even a full on slow grow or escalation style event, which is what we just wrapped up doing here in Melbourne. 
Um, whatever it is, we whatever it is, we want it to be aimed squarely at new players with the aim of by the end of the month, you will have acquired new knowledge on what worked and what didn't work for, for introducing new players to the game. I'm a little bit scarred from my intro, my demo game, or not, I wouldn't call it an, a demo game, I wouldn't call it an intro game, I'd call it like a small 150 points if N4 with a new player, and I literally haven't seen him since. I think I scared him away. <laughs> With me, oh, with me, no. fork, with me forking in the arrow with a crazy koala, and he's just standing here oh, going, no. "What the shit is this game all this about? Happened. What is a fork? Oh, no. Why is there a koala? Why can't I see through smoke? <laughs> Why am I dead?" And I was like, "Yeah, but it's fun." And he's like, "Uh huh." I'm like, "Oh no, I went, oh, I went no. too hard." So, so I, I have a good story on like what not to do is con- confuse your opponent with too many rules too quickly. Um, so anyway, uh, as always, send us in your experiences of running in- intro games of N4 or Code 1 to us as a Google Doc to lossoflieutenant at gmail.com. A random winner will be selected at the end of the month to win a blister of their choice from Toy Soldier Imports. Uh, you said you're giving a demo game uh, this week, aren't you? Yeah, a friend of mine, he bought into Infinity a little while ago, but he was, uh, he's was he been pretty busy. But he lives in Ringwood around the corner, and he's uh, found some time. So hopefully he comes down on Thursday, we push the models around, uh, see if he gets him in the mood to paint a little bit. He's an amazing painter. Um, yeah, okay, hopefully he so he, he has, he has a miniature experience? Yeah, he used to play Malifaux, and he plays a lot of board games with his uh, brother and stuff, and like King, King Death and stuff. He paints, he's an amazing painter, one of the best I've seen. So, um, yeah, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully he gets into it. He'd be a great addition to the community and be a lot of fun, yeah. Um, on on um, on intro games, sorry, Jacob, do you have something to say? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, actually, um, relatively recently, so in October, uh, General Games opened up near me. Uh, so a little bit further out east, uh, I was talking to the owner because I didn't know it, it existed until this weekend. Oh, um, he's, he's in uh, Chernside Park. So, oh, uh, cool. you know, Chernside Park, Reading, if you know that one, Reading Cinema, just yep. near there. Yep. All right. Um, and no, the owner was up. was an old uh, mm-hmm. an old N1 player. Oh, shit. So I'm fingers crossed hopefully going to like try and get him back into it and hopefully get oh. uh, that s- shop to start stocking have you or at least doing orders for infinity yeah no that'd be great have, have you um been into the store yet do you know the size i and... have yeah uh it's a it's a, it's, it's a pretty big store um it, it's a pretty big store pretty full um like and it does have a back area they've got uh terrain mostly 40k stuff at the moment like i said it's it only it only opened october last year so if you Mm. think about like christmas and all that sort of thing that i went through uh it's a pretty new store as far as stores go there's a lot of game stores out that end you know you got house of war you got portal Mm -hmm. and then you now you got Mm -hmm. general games so interesting absolutely yeah Mm. And then you have at the Malvern store, the old Malvern store. Yeah, it's where my friend plays a lot of Marvel, my other friends. Yeah. So, um, it's just too small a store yeah. to do anything big on there. Like, nothing bigger yeah, than no. really Marvel is probably as big Marvel, as you can go. Um, no, this, yeah, is, cool. this is a much bigger place. So. Cool. I'll have to check. I'll have to check. Well, I don't live at that end of, the end of town anymore, but um, I'll have to check yeah. it out when I'm over there that's for work. That's where I'll run my tournament and force you to drive all the way over. Hey, that's right. The more, the merrier. Oh, sorry, I just sneezing there. Um, and then lastly, before we finish up on that, I did give an I did give an intro game yesterday, actually, uh, not of Infinity, not of Infinity, but of a, of a song of a, of a song of Ice and Fire. Very <coughs> Excuse nice. me. Uh, so Josh, Josh wanted to learn how to play the game. 
So we had a 30 point game of Lannisters ver- or Starks versus um, Starks, but proxied as uh, Lannisters. And that Solidified was good. Josh into infinity. Very good. Um. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, no, well, he, he's 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 ordered some martels, so hopefully hopefully they'll be they'll uh, arrive before the end of the year. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, right, one more thing then before we finish up and go for a quick break is we are now into the last final month of the quarter, which means we've got less than four weeks left to do our hobby challenge, which is newly classified. So this is the last month, and we'd really like to see the hottest takes on a new set of classifieds. We've had a bunch of um, entries in so far with some suggestions on how to change the missions or some uh, some sort of their thoughts on uh, how the why the classified deck feels the way it does and suggestions on how to make it better. But we'd love to see some actual like classified ideas. Like someone write me like ten classifieds that is just like they're just so different because I really want to try. Mm. Try some new ones. Um, you know, the 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 slyly, highly, slyly classified, slyly classified um, mission oh. is a great is a great example of uh, what that Rob Wright wrote. Rob Wright wrote is a great way of like changing up how classifieds play in the game. Um, but of mm-hmm. course, it doesn't actually change the classifieds themselves. So, um, exactly. if uh, you've got like you've got like th- just over three weeks left to um, submit that, so if you can um, write us write it into us at lossofthetin at gmail dot com, and at the end of this month, you will go into a random draw to win a small box of your choice from yeah. Toy Soldier Imports. Nice. Stuff. Please, please, like I know we mentioned before, could, like extra brownie points if you do the art, um, but. Ultimately, this is what this is what I've been most excited about for a long time. I want to see people's ideas for a new mm-hmm. classified desk. desk. Bit of creativity. So if, so if you're gonna make freaking word a word document with just tables and descriptions, that's fine with me. I, I want to see. I want a whole bunch of them to make a really interesting deck. Yeah. If we get enough, we could even go do a, do an episode on or a spotlight on it if if we get enough, yeah. just to discuss all of them. Yeah, why not? Right? Yeah, I'd, I'd love um, to just playtest it. Absolutely, would love yeah, to playtest some ideas. Well. I mean, I've I've had some ideas, but I just haven't had enough games in to really, um, you know, really mm. trial it. Uh, yeah, well, all right, I mean, it's the same thing. Could I just you, can't. We can't still, enter, we enter our own competition. Otherwise, it would. Could you steal an idea from Marvel where you bring a certain classifiers and then you can play one of them to like try achieve it? I think. Um, anyway, that's another. I think thing. no. I think I think as I've heard a lot of people talk about um, Malifaux, uh, ah, and uh, the way the way Malifaux uses its um, schemes um, yeah, to be implemented okay. into Infinity. Even the way Forty K uses it um, could be implemented. But I haven't I haven't heard how Marvel works for it. Um, I I would have to look into how that works. But yeah, just mm. you know, just borrowing ideas from other games that work. The way that um, the way that Song of Ice and Fire um, secret objectives work, um, mm-hmm. maybe not the objectives, but the, not the way they work, but the way they're written can be quite nice as well. So mm-hmm. definitely, there's lots of ideas out there. Just how to implement it into the game, of course, uh, and currently keep it as well balanced as it is. Um, one thing <laughs> just before we take a quick break, um, you know what we haven't heard much of for a little while, Warcrow. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. Have you heard anything about Warcrow? I mean, I follow I follow them on Twitter, and I feel like there has been like every other day. There's like an update, but it's not. Uh, like, yeah. it's, it's nothing new. There was it's a just couple, like more There's a couple of lore things because if I think yeah. if I think I think the last thing I heard was like the mage they had in the demo that had like her background. 
they've been trickling stuff it's just not a lot of gameplay stuff i think the last one i saw i, I i'm gonna say um i'm gonna say uh prompted by our confusion was how to use the freaking energy table uh, they keep putting out uh, Kickstarter updates. Ah, okay. So, yeah, okay. So, all the stuff, uh, yeah, if you bath it, you'll be up to date, I guess. Yeah, because I'm interested. I'm actually itching for a fantasy game, I must say. Uh, I am getting... My itch is growing for a fantasy game, and I think CB are going to do a good job. So, I'm starting to look forward, starting to think about it more and more, where I'm like, all right, CB are going to do a fantasy game. I'd be about it. I was definitely thinking about yesterday while we were pushing around rank and flank miniatures in a fantasy yeah, set setting. Yeah. I was thinking, it's like, Will I still be playing this game when Warcrow comes out? Yeah, well, I was, so look, it's, yeah, it's there well, I was looking mind. at the... Yeah, same. I was looking at that other stupid game, Conquest. I'm like, <laughs> this is cool. But I'm like, I don't need it. Um, and if I'm going to play a fantasy game, I might as well wait until CB, bring out Warcrow and give that a crack. Because... As a, as a, as a um, Steel Phalanx player, I appreciated uh, Conquest having Greeks. Yeah, yeah, the dead, uh, the dead Romans and undead Romans stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's awesome, it's awesome. Anyway, um, you guys want to take a quick break? I've got one beer left in the fridge, so yep. sad Let's time. Go be. crack, go crack, open that beer, and we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back, folks, to the second half of the show, where we're gonna get down into the maligned uh, unique profiles that you should be trying out in your games of Infinity. And oh, I was just gonna say, Jacob's disappeared, but he's back. Um, so for the segment, we're going to pick a profile from each, we were going to pick a profile from each army, examine why it might be underused and make a case for it in games. However, we are not that well versed with every faction. So instead we have just picked three units or profiles that we think fit this criteria and are going to go round Robin and talk about them. So I'll start off first. And the very first profile I want to talk about, um, actually before we get into the profile itself, we just oh, want to... Hold on, can, before, can we touch on this? Uh, order of things. Oh, okay. Um, can I just remind you two that I'm the third best player in Australia at the moment? So um, maybe in my opinion should be heard first. I think if you go on to um, what's that thing <laughs> called o OTM OTM, I think uh, I think Tom Ball is uh, number eight in in like in number eight at the moment. He's significantly higher than you. So oh, when you dear. when you when you turn into Tom Ball, then we can uh, we'll put <laughs> then you, we can talk. We'll put you up there. How's that sound? Okay. Um, actually, actually, shout, actually, shout out as well. Just on that, um, uh, when CB did that, what was it? The best players in the world. So, because you know how like OTM, it splits up into the US, Spain, and then rest of the world, which is basically everything that isn't US and Spain. In that top ten, Tom Ball was number eight. And uh, so, congratulations to Tom Bull for that. Oh, and number a, num a number ten was actually my opponent in WA, James Higgins. He's the top ten. Oh, he damn. cracked the top ten. So um, the yeah, WA yeah. meta doing real well over there. Yeah, well done. That's either awesome. that or either well, that or yeah. James is just clubbing baby seals. <laughs> I don't. Like, <laughs> I'm not quite sure how e how the ELO works, but uh, that's uh, that's what I'm taking from that. Um, Sorry, did you have anything else you wanted to mention there? He, he invites him over to his place, the seals, and he gets him drunk. Makes him play in a purposely bad table and beats him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. Oh, jeez. I, be, oh, I beat him. Gonna, I really um, hope I don't, we don't ruin your relationship with him because he's a really lovely guy. And oh, yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to play at his, to his house again. Um, yeah. No, I did. I don't want to just kind of give a bit of a backdrop to this episode. Mm -hmm. I think 
you came up with it, Val, right? Um, we were talking about you know the eternal hipster that you are, always trying yes. to make always trying to make bad profiles work um, work for you. Mm. But this isn't so much about making bad profiles work necessarily bad profiles, but this is maybe mm. a profile that is perhaps not taken for various reasons. Whatever, and, right. and we're going to try and make a case for why you should be giving it a second a second take. At least considering it, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, and, mm, and it, and it, and it may be, coming. and it may be that we can't think of any really good, you know, solid reason to take it. But we're going to try. Um, we're going to look at potentially, you know, it might be the mission that you might be, you may not have considered mm-hmm. this, this, uh, this profile in it might be very mission specific. Ah, it could yeah, be, it could point. be, it could be meta specific as well. We're obviously going to be talking from our experience and what we've, we, what we've played. So what, what I'm, I'm sure what will happen is I'll be talking about a profile and then somebody online will be like, that profile is amazing. I take it all the time. I'm like, yeah, well, it doesn't work for Australia. It doesn't work yeah, for my games. Oh, but yeah, um, for my matter, so, um, but yeah, but hopefully Actually, there'll be some mission here. specific is a really good point. Like the seed soldier paramedics, they're great for like supplies and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, in other missions, they're not so great. Um, uh, so yeah. yeah, mission specific. Yeah, definitely profiles definitely get better and worse depending on missions. Yeah, and, uh, there's, anyway, and, um, there's some, and there are definitely some 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 oddball missions in there that which mm-hmm. you know, and that's one, and that's something good about ITS. I think is is a lot. There are there are missions out there that that really require you to look again at at, at a profile and go, well, maybe I don't take the best, the quote unquote best best profile. Maybe I take this other profile because if it's yes. if it's loadout, uh, for example. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll get into it. So my first profile, my first pick, I'm going to talk about tonight is. Oh, hang on. Do, 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 drum roll, everybody. Dealing, dealing with technology again. Sorry, here we go. Is the there we go the Nahab. So the humble <sighs> Nahab Air Mobile team for Hackerslam and Rama is the first profile I'm going to be talking about tonight. So um, this, like I said, this profile is available in Vanilla vanilla Hack and in Rama. Um, it's, we'll, we'll just quickly go through its sort of profile and what it, what it does. Um, so it is a light infantry, uh, CC, like 4-4 move, BS-12, um, one wound, no wound in cap, uh, CC specialist. Um, it has a CC of 23, Berserk plus 3, Martial Arts level 2, and the important Natural Bone Warrior. It also has a plethora of options and loadouts, which can be split into roughly two categories, um, Parachutist and Infiltration. Now, I don't think too many people say that the Parachutist option is bad. I definitely think that people do take the Parachutist option, and the Parachutist option, the Parachutist parachutist option is good I'll just, i'm just going to start calling it the ad option because my mouth can't work but the profile i'm going to be talking about tonight is the are the infiltration options specifically the killer hacker version uh the reason why i want to talk about it is because it's something i've been running a fair bit in my rama games um and so i want to make a case for it to you all tonight and um see if you guys can come around to my way of thinking so, so um, the hacker infiltration is 33 points. It has a submachine gun, emitter, nanopulsor, and a viral CC weapon. It's also whip 14 killer hacker with BTS3. And like I said before, it's got, um, it's got stealth and it's got no one in cap with shock immunity. So it sits, in the, mid, it sits in the midfield 
Um, it can push buttons. It can fight in close combat. It's got a submachine gun with BS12, which is fine for hack. Right, it's not you know it's not blowing the doors off anything, but it's decent. Um, it has a template weapon, and it has the ability to go into marker state with something like Cybermask. So um, I'll quickly talk about why I believe it is perceived as underused or even a malign mm -hmm. profile. Um, it's basically because it's a non-marker state model in the midfield is essentially mm -hmm. why uh, I think a lot yes. of people don't take it because it is vulnerable if you go second to being ganked by either uh, another killer hacker or even another hacker or any kind of warband that can get into the midfield. Which is absolutely uh, a concern and absolutely a reason why um, you might want to be, like, yeah, be careful taking it. Um, yeah. most people like Alberta's, right? What a trade-up. Yeah. Nine most, points, trades for this. Yeah, most people would look at this and go, well, why I don't want to take this because it is, uh, I don't always go first and I don't want to lose it without actually having it do anything in, yep. by, you know, before I start my turn. Mm. Um, now, the reason why... Can I ask a quick question oh, on that? Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. um, would you have any advice on how to play around that weakness off the top of your head? Yes. So, uh, first things first, go first. No, but more broadly, <laughs> more, 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 more broadly is... Uh, it's, you've really got... This is, this is where you would be looking at your opponent um, and who you are facing against. Uh, I've taken this profile many times. Um, I find it to be a very useful profile in Rama because we do lack midfield specialists. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the Tuareg, who's great, but they're the same, they're the very similar price. Yes. Um, this guy allows you to have a, a model in the midfield with an order starting at the start of the game who's a hacker um, or who can be a hacker. Yeah. Um, now, how I would get around going second with this model, there's a few things you can do, but like, like I say, going back to um, who you're up against. If yep. I roll up against the Vanilla Nomads player and they yep. elect to go first, I'm probably either taking the list that doesn't have this model in it or I am reserving it and putting it in a position where it's going to be very difficult for my opponent to get to. Um, now, because I have obviously Morans to worry about and I have Jazz and Billy to worry about. The Morans yep. are actually least, less of a worry than you think because often Morans, in my experience anyway, don't move. That's like that. They stay on a rooftop and they be annoying. Um, they don't tend to move closer to you to get in, you know, to get things into repeater into repeater range. They can, they absolutely a player can, but often the Moran will have to expose itself because it also hasn't got marker state. Um, the other way you can the other way you can keep this thing alive is by having other similar models nearby. So in something like Rama, you have access to the Beast Hunter. The Beast mm -hmm. Hunter acts as, acts as insulation for uh, the Mahab. Very nice. It's All a right. camel marker. Are we, are, we, hmm? are we just talking about keeping it alive if you go second? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's one of the weaknesses of it, right? Yeah, that's the main yeah, weakness yeah. and why I think a lot of people don't take yeah. it is because it's hard. To, sure. it can be hard to defend. Mm -hmm. But the, the fact mm -hmm. that you get the Beast Hunter in Rama and also mm -hmm. even more broadly in, in, in um, Vanilla, you have got Delami, you've got Libertos, you've got Farzan, that's you've right. got Ohawa. And you've got the, the Beast Hunter. So there's, but in specifically in Rama, you've got the Beast Hunter that, you, that can be used to defend it. Mm. It can also be a reserve model, so it can go in a position yep. where it's going to be the most value to you. Um, I, I have, get it, I, I am yet to have this thing die to a first turn alpha strike. Um, that, that, it's, a pretty, it's, a, 
unless my opponent has dedicated anti-hacking capabilities, which you don't yeah. always run into. Like I said, if I'm running up against nomads, I'm probably going to pick a list that doesn't have this model in it. If I'm, well, if I'm up against um, combined army, probably not mm -hmm. taking this model. But if I come up against Ikari Company, if I come up against mm -hmm. Dashat, if I come up Whatever, against yeah. um, Pano, I'm probably mm -hmm. just I'm probably putting this model down here anyway because just it's still right. it's still one wound, no wound in cap with a whip fourteen BTS three, and it still has um, Trinity. It can still fight back. Yeah. It's probably yeah, it not can, gonna. Yeah. It'll probably die. But you, mm -hmm. like, see, so you just have to be careful how you put it down. Absolutely. It, 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 it... And if you survive the sec, the like if you go second, if you if you survive the if this model survives the first turn, mm -hmm. that weakness of not having a marker state goes away. Of course, because it's a killer kill hacker, and you just cyber mask it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and it is. This is one of the few times I've seen it. It is an anti everything model. There's nothing that this thing doesn't have an answer to. True. Other, uh, sorry, other than long range, other than long range, its range right. is a problem. Yeah, right. So, what marker state means it can get in? It's anti hacker with the hacking devices, anti emitter. Uh, sorry, mm -hmm. anti tag with the emitter, mm -hmm. right? Um, and anti infantry with the some machine gun, which is also sort of anti armor, right? Mm -hmm. And then you've got anti low BTS with uh, nanopulsor nano and viral rifle and viral rifle yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, well, and of course, like in Close combat, so long as you don't have huge BTS, it's going to yeah, it's going to do well. Yeah. So, and, and how how have you how have used this thing specifically in my games of Infinity? Is one of the other criticisms that you might have for a unit like this in the game is is um you may a midfield mark a midfield piece that's maybe a CC specialist. You might want to be putting something else in there that's cheaper. So something like the Beast Hunter, something like the Liberto or Delami that can go in and do it like a disruptive play. They can walk in, put a template down, die, but they maybe take a model or two with them. This guy obviously don't want to be doing that with this because he's 30 odd points. But what I found in Rama is because Rama has such bad defense, like we're not great at defending ourselves. Think units like Carmen and Batard and the yep. Beast Hunter are often what I might want to keep back to keep my defenses up. So if something like the Nahab is on my side I, and I'm going first, that Nahab might be my reserve model. I may even over-infiltrate with it because I'm feeling ballsy because I can do it on a 10. Um, and that's what I might send into my opponent first turn as opposed to um, the Beast Hunter because the Beast Hunter acts as insulation for my the rest of my army so does carmen and batard like people will be like oh just sending carmen and batard but there's mm -hmm. been there's there's been games before where carmen and batard just they eat shit and then i've got i've lost like the defense for my harris on my flank and then my opponent can mm -hmm. like counter punch me really hard same with the same mm -hmm. with the beast hunter so i like having the nahab as a kind of another unit that i can use if i believe it's going to be worth it um, yeah. to, to, and to to basically engage things in CC, shoot things with SMG, or as I said, as as you probably notice, it's got Berserk plus three with martial arts level two, which means dumb. it can CC on a twenty nine. It's fun with a yeah, D charge. 
Yeah, and the one good thing. Yes, on, and and yeah, and like there is, a, and there is a specialist. Op- yeah, sorry, sorry, just to clarify there, there is yeah, a specialist no operative version, but that has a boarding shotgun and decharge, which I don't take as often because I do appreciate yeah. the ability of marker stating. Oh, um, but better, either, yeah. yeah, but so having a viral CC weapon is still very useful. Not as anti tag, not as anti tag as a decharge is, mm-hmm. but um, a viral CC weapon is still perfectly adequate on a um, damage fourteen model. And over the parachutists, it, you, the argument could be made that these are easier to place reactively than a parachutist because the parachutist you got left and right side. That's it. If shit's going down the middle, this guy can already be there. Absolutely, yeah. and that's and that's a good point that you raise as well. Is again, people will be like, "Well, why not just take the parachutist then?" Because then you, you then you're safe. I question in the chat. Huh. Hoppy asked the question: what, what's, the, what's the benefit of infiltration over uh, parachutists? Probably now, yeah. now you've ruined the illusion. I was trying to fold it into the discussion. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah. So the reason why I would take the uh, infiltration over the parachutist is the parachutists. You don't get the order at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. The parachutist has a limited places where it can walk on from. Um, it's got a short range weapon, so it's not necessarily going to be in a position where it can use it. The other thing as well is the buttons that you need to push are in the middle of the table. They're not on the yeah. sides. So not on the, sides. the times that I've been able to walk up, push a button, go into Cybermask, and then then use him as a turn two, it's like a turn one denial piece and then mm. a turn two attack piece is where mm. I like where where I like to see him. Um the par- there's nothing wrong with the parachutist, but don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not trying to make a case for the fact that infiltration is better than one the parachutist. Over the other. But I am but making a case lab. for the fact that the infiltration is viable. Um, no. Like it's, um, the the threat on the table at the start of the game um, yeah. is also is also important. Uh, like the threat, the order, the fact that it's right there to push buttons. You have to be careful. That it does have frenzy, so once it frenzies, it won't be able to cyber mask anymore. But often, it, often it hasn't often mattered because yeah. it's um, the the last time I used it, I walked it into a line Kazakh link and killed every model in the link team, and then it died, Beautiful. which is fine. <laughs> um, Beautiful. I just find that the whenever I build Rama lists, it can I find myself going, I really wish I had that model on the table, not That's... having it off the table. Not saying it's not uh, not good. I do enjoy yeah. having the um, parachutist, but I think mm-hmm. infiltration for me has just done more work. Um. The quickly before I think, well, is there any other questions for this one? Um, no, you have quite a no. liability. You can always de- you can always deploy it in your own um, deployment zone if you go in second, right? You can, yes. The same way you use a rat. Like if you recognize that, hey, this model is important to my list, and hey, my opponent's got a lot of like good answers to this model. You know what? Make him work for it. I'll deploy it in my in my deployment zone. It doesn't cost me any orders to do that. It costs you more orders to get it, get it, and if you don't get it, I can develop it throughout the game and still make it useful to me because it's got a market state. Yeah, um, and I can still get out of my deployment zone. The other, yeah, so, yeah sorry, go ahead. Uh, that, that's that's all. That's the other thing that I I see people um, being negative just in general on the Nahab, especially when it comes to Rama, is there are so many other good models in Rama that are specialists that have got movement skills that mm-hmm. also can also have a gun or can be in a link team that can then that can then tote around a gun and a specialist so i'm talking like um like mokhtars are a prime example right yes. you know the, the mokhtar hacker can be in a harris with a uh mokhtar msv2 red fury and you've got a bs 
13 Mimetism, Hacker with BTS6, no one in cap, and Shock Immunity, that 6-2 move and starts plus 4 inches up the table. Um, so, I, so I can see why people say, well, mm, I could have the, the Nahab, or I could pay less points for the Mukhtar Hacker. I think that's going to be a theme for a lot of these, is that yeah, the fact yeah. is they tend to compete with yeah, models that make more sense. But one of the things that I do like about this profile is it does do it does sort of do more in that it so can it, it can so fight much. in close combat, it can go into a marker state and protect itself. Mm. Its gun is its guns are not great. I'm not really talking about the Red Fury option because I would never really take the infiltration Red Fury, but I would take the mm. parachutist Red Fury, but that's not the topic of discussion yeah. for tonight. Um the other and, and then quite briefly before I pass it on, is running this thing in hack is harder to do because hack Islam just have such a a wider pool of units to choose from and yeah. less weak, less weaknesses. You know, why take a Nahab when you, you know, if you need an infiltrating specialist, take the Al-Hawa or the Hunzakut no. or the Farzah. Exactly. If you need something to, um, if you need something Don't to speak. attack things in close combat, you got the Fide. Now, if you look at the Fide, which is almost 30 points or 25 points, and you look at the, say, the Al-Hawa, now both those combined together is more expensive than the Nahab. So you could potentially get you know, one model oh, yeah. for the two, you know, two, you know, one model instead, but I do find it harder to include them in vanilla hack list. I have, I've included the Nahab hacker yeah. infiltration with a Fide before, and yeah. I have found that to be quite interesting because what I've done is I've deployed, I think I've deployed the Fide or the Nahab first, or the, yeah, the Nahab first. My opponent's gone, ooh, juicy. I'll deploy, no, I've deployed the Fide first. My opponent's then gone, all right, I'll counter-deploy your Fide, and then my counter-deploy is Nahab. Nahab, and he's gone, oh, actually, that's not gonna, I'm not going to be able to deal with it in the same way as I can with the Fide. And then the mm. Nahab, um, admittingly, this was for um, looting and sabotage where I needed the decharges mm. on the Nahab, yes. but that's, um, that's, another, that's another story. So it, it's harder yeah. to fit into hack um, because even the, even the AD option, you've got like um, you've got, like, with, you've got yeah. other things. You've got the Rajiks, you've got the um, the Boktar. Yeah, yeah. Although honestly, I was, actually I would say that you could probably still run this thing as a parachutist option in something like Hack, even the Red Fury option. But specifically, well, the Hacker is is uh, this Hacker is a harder one, especially because in Vanilla Hack you've also got the Bered fifteen point Bered Killer Hacker. Yeah. So you can know, you, know, you it, can I, easily combine you can easily combine the Bered Killer Hacker with like think, something think, in midfield for very similar points. Yeah, I think mm. what you'll find for this one is um, he'll he'll be the only one that is really good at close combat. Yeah, like he's he. There's very few things in the game that are better than this guy in close combat. Like this thing, yeah. this thing is just an absolute. Anything with martial arts combined with natural born warrior is an absolute beast in CC. Um, and I've had a lot of um, success running this this unit, and this that's my TED talk on the infiltration yeah. version. Oh. Awesome. No, I like it. I like it a lot. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's like, yeah, uh, it's just awesome. It's similar to Pavel. It's similar to, uh, it does a couple of things that Pavel does really well. So I'm fully, fully on board. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, next up we have, da, da, da. Jacob. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's not yep. very, not very zoomed in. Sorry. I don't know why that's not so more zoomed in. Let me just, there we go. That's there better. 
Okay, Jacob, he's going to be talking about Chooser tonight. I just I just, just realized you probably got the damn stream up. <clears throat> yep, so, uh, uh, Chooser, Toysa, whatever you want to say him. Mm -hmm. um, very much kind of, like, even more overlooked um, uh, N3. He's had a bit of a glow up come M4. N4, I should say. Uh, so... Good things about uh, Chusa is he is an excellent gunfighter. He has good BS. Mm. He has a powerful weapon, right? That is AP, DA, and shock. Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, he with mimetism minus three and moderate spectral visor. So he's going to probably DA and shock. Yeah. So he's. Able to be anti-tag, again, anti-tag, anti-infantry. Uh, yeah, anti-tag, anti-infantry. Anti the mimetism means that, uh, let's say, for instance, he wants to take on a Vet Kazakh. He's not dealing with the Vet Kazakh's uh, mimetism, mm -hmm. but he is giving that Vet Kazakh that minus three. Mm -hmm. um, he, 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 is the, he is the quintessential mark of what makes a good gunfighter in that he has mm -hmm. mimetism and MSV1. Like that's the yeah, like to me down. that is like up yeah like up down awesome. um cancels yeah. yours and then imposes one imposes a mod on your on me yeah. yeah he does have a sort of I guess strange addition of a biometric visor now from if, if I'm correct that gives you <laughs> yeah, just fucking uh, I just, that just makes him thirty nine points rather than thirty eight that's, that's yeah <laughs> I just I just remind me again I don't know I probably should have looked this up what fucking does the biometric visor do fucking useless it make it makes the minus six to discover uh, an impersonation marker just to zero just, just zero but you still have to peel back two la two levels of impersonation two layers and that's it it's stupid they just need to make biometric yeah. visor anyone with biometric visor turns i don't know impersonation level two to level one or level one to level two whichever way around it is i always forget yeah basically yes. go on Jay. yeah sorry yeah so biometric visors you know nice gives them some sort of defense huh? to the army as a general huh? against um uh against uh specular killers or anything like that uh the and the last thing is and this is probably what makes him stand out. I'll talk about him, who he competes with in a second, but what makes him stand out from the things that he competes with is that he is pretty damn tough. He's got okay armor at armor two, mm -hmm. uh, which means armor five in cover, mm -hmm. right? And he is immune to shock with NWI. Mm -hmm. So not only is he a good gunfighter, he does have the ability to kind of stuff up depending on what you're fighting. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't like he is. There's a lot of profiles in Steel Phalanx that work better in vanilla. Chusa is one of them. <laughs> uh, he is. He is. He is a. He works in Steel Phalanx, and I would probably say Steel Phalanx only. Once you get into vanilla, you've got um, MSV six hidden deployment snipers. MSV six. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what you're saying then uh, is, he, is is he is is he, is he good is he good in steel phalanx because of uh, um lack of something similar or is he good in steel phalanx because he can link? Uh he's good. He's good in steel phalanx because uh, he can link, and there's a there's less sort of competition for mm -hmm. 
his spot. Now, in Steel Phalanx, you still have Atalanta, and you, uh, who is, well, not even arguably, is a better shot than him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although one could argue a slightly less scary gun. Yep, fair enough. Um, but the main thing is Atalanta is uh, squishier. She uh, does have the immunity to shock. She doesn't have the NWI. So one mistake, Correct. one bad roll from Atalanta, and she's gone. Uh, and she also, also, and also, be- also, she doesn't. He, she doesn't have mimetism, so she's actually easier to hit than, than he is. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, flip side, uh, who's in the same range bands as him is Phoenix. Now, mm. Phoenix has the advantage that his um, his mimetism is better mm-hmm. at negative six. He does have smoke, and he can get rid of cover because he's got like the armor from cover because he has the templates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he does fuck all to tags. Right, oh. but yeah, but but he so but he's not he's not as good at shooting, but he is sort of the tougher version. So he's not as good, uh, not as good at BS. He doesn't have the MSV, um, and his gun isn't quite as scary. Although one could argue that continuous damage is pretty damn scary. It's pretty damn scary. Mm. Mm. Um, what I find with Choisa uh, Chusa is that. I I like the Harris that he can be put in. Okay, and what's that? Okay. I so it is. I think it's the Mackey. Yep. Um, yeah, fire team, steel phalanx mm-hmm. fire teams. Um, that can uh, be made, made of made of Mackeys or Hoplite. Hoplite, and then he he yeah. can he can he can join he can join that along with Scylla, um, Scylla's Scylla's bot or Drakios, and then obviously yeah, so, and then obviously so the wild you, cards. You, yeah. You have to take a Mackey or you ha- and you have to take a Hoplite. So mm-hmm. one way or another, if you're taking one of these uh, mm-hmm. links, you're forced to spend around about like 30, 40, um, uh, 30 to 40 uh, points. Uh, 30 to 40 points. Uh, I would take the Mackey and mm-hmm. potentially probably take just the Breaker Combi because you've already got Toysa there for the range. Yeah. Mm. Right. You then I would take a look at taking um, Cilia. And what you got when you make that fire team is you have an excellent gunfighter with a decent backup close range gun part fighter in the Mahi because it still has the MSV1 and it still has yeah, the mimetism. Mm. Uh, and, and it's got NCO. And it's got NCO. So you are allowing you, like with the nerf as opposed to Hector, it is giving you the ability to, you know, get that order mm. efficiency in. Mm-hmm. You've then got Celia, uh, who is a good uh, specialist. She's a normal hacking device with Trinity plus two damage. Um, as well as a boarding shotgun and pitcher. Mm. So what you've got is admittedly a somewhat expensive uh, ball of units. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it is a ball of units that can do pretty much everything you need to do in a mission. It can fight. Yeah. It can do objectives. Right. It can fight up close. It can fight at, at uh, long-ish range. Yep. Right. So long and it can go on ARO. And if you need right. to, you can go and on ARO. That, that's the thing is that he is a decent ARO piece. He's relatively immune to smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the only thing that's taking uh, that's letting him get close is uh, white noise or. Um, Eclipse, yeah, mm. well, yeah, 
Uh, he's, I think, is an active turn pace. He's he's not he's legit. Uh, he can mm. he can lose a fight against most uh, against some guns. He can lose. He can afford to lose a fight. Um, and go again because he's got that no winning cap, uh, no wind and shock immunity and five armor. Um, in a link, burst three, burst fourteen, up down. That's fucking. That's as good as it gets. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. So the 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 the, the thing the thing I find that the reason why you don't see him much is the like it's his spot is really competitive. Yeah. Like Phoenix, like taking Phoenix makes sense. And taking um, uh, Atalanta makes sense as well. And a gamer as well, a gamer missile launcher, hidden deployment. Yeah, like <laughs> even even an Agema sort of gets into that realm. The main thing that Toyser does is he's he's the middle ground of all of them. He's yep. not quite as he's not quite as tough and as resilient to like someone mm, uh, getting things wrong like Phoenix because Phoenix can just drop smoke at his feet. That's right. Um, and he's not necessarily as good a shot um, as uh, as Atalanta, <clears throat> but <throat> he is the combination of those two. Yeah. Probably the one big thing with Toysa, though, is that with the gun he <clears throat> has, <clears throat> if things go wrong for your opponent... Yeah, they go really wrong. Right, they go really wrong. Yeah. Right, whereas something with high armor in cover will survive Atalanta... And something, and similarly, something just with high armor will survive. Um, uh, Phoenix. Something with mimetism. Something with mimetism. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, so that's good. Something with mimetism. So another mimetism MSV. So Tosa himself will be able to probably take on um, Phoenix better than Phoenix or can come take out. on Tosa. Yeah, yeah, or anything or like come that. out or or. Um... Uh, what's him? A bug Marie sniper, or whatever, whatever you might. The the up down, he he ignores it, right? And he's got the after turn, so it gives him the advantage. And he can also fight tags, where he's going to break tags while. What I um, yeah, what yeah. I see as being the primary difference in how you would run a link team with Juicer in it compared to Phoenix, or compared to how you might use Atalanta or anything similar like that, is this is to me as a, a an active turn Harris. Um, you yeah, can yes. you can put it on arrow. Um, the fireback does have that zero range band over thirty two, which can come in clutch sometimes because it drops him from a BS fourteen to BS eleven, uh, rather than you know like if it was a uh, uh, if it was um, Phoenix, you'd be looking at minus six, so you'd be going down exactly. to sevens. So that's good. But I think predominantly, if you're going to be running this guy with a Mackie, um, with the NCO and um, Scylla, then you're wanting them to be moving up, pushing buttons. Yeah. Killing fools because this guy still got you know still got burst three out to sixteen inches, which you know people pe- people might go haha it's not burst four, but if you get hit it's two saves. It's it's fucked. Yeah, yeah it's, it's and brutal. I I see this team as one that you would get it, break out of your DZ, get to the midfield, mm, and it would no be further. for it'd be be for missions where the midfield is the most important. So ones where like where potentially taking a moment on team and getting in someone's face mm-hmm. isn't worth it. So uh something like supplies. There's no reason if you, if your game is way. going well to go past halfway. Exactly. Right. Or um uh, oh, uh better one, uh what's it called? Uh uh tech well one with the tech coffin in the middle, acquisition. Mm-hmm. 
acquisition. There's no reason to get into your opponent's deployment zone. There's nothing there for you. Yeah, right. exactly right. The, the, or if you just want to prepare for uh, open tables and you need to win the firefight and break tags, have yeah. this guy on one of your lists. I mean, like, um, like Zephyr rings, raises over a good point. You know, he says the issue with it with this is you can take Uteros, Phoenix, um, Pandora, and a Myrmidon, and that's twenty less points than taking Scylla, a Maki, and Chuser. But they're doing what different things. What was it? What was this again? Um, Uteros, if, Phoenix. Well, they, you, they're not doing different things because you've got Uteros, who's got a Mark 12, um, Phoenix, who's got a heavy rocket launcher, Pandora, who's your hacker and your specialist, and the Marbodon, who's providing you smoke and the ability to move up the table. I'd argue that they're doing very similar things um, and, and also, well, and also, I mean, has, and also I, has smoke. I, would, I suppose I would argue for this one. That's true, but, I, uh, but this team would struggle a lot more against a Swiss guard than Toysa would. But yeah, the other thing is Phoenix. Phoenix is only four points less than Tusa. It's the it's the link composition that you're allowed is what may uh, bring. Uh, I guess yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, look, I think I think there's definitely a role for Tusa. Um, it, but obviously, it's how your list is built has to support his inclusion. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think he's necessarily worse than Phoenix or Phoenix is better than him. I think they're just different. And I genuinely, yeah, I, I think. I think what's his name? That gun that he's carrying is just something like nothing else that they have in the in their um. I think I think it's just it's it's unfortunate that CB have made Chuser in the way that he has been made, and that he is very very restricted into where he can go. Like if he if you could if you could branch this guy out into other linked teams, um, basically into Myrmidon links, or Myrmidon links weren't quite so like vast. Then you'd probably see this guy more, but like him, think, him the hoplite, it, like no, sorry, him the hoplite and the Mackie, you don't see them. Why? Because Myrmidons are better. That's that's people unfortunately. Have, no, people haven't got. I don't think people have got there yet. I think the hoplites, um, him and a hoplite, um, pushing. I think I think him and a hoplite is the way to go rather than the Mackie, and then using either one of the wild cards in the link, uh, might be the way to go for me. I mean, I would love to see it. I mean, I do appreciate you talk, you bring them up because because I like the look of the hoplites when they came out. But then I looked at the link team composition. I was like, oh, wait, what, why? Why can't I put a Myrmidon in there? Oh, oh well, never mind. Well, this episode isn't about agreement. This episode is about um, yeah um, <laughs> arguments, right? <laughs> so you got uh, you, you got you got a good point though. You could take one of the wild cards. Hundred um, percent. If, if, if you want, if you wanted. Um, same there. Like, like Pandora would be a good thing. For yeah, that, that brings down the link. Exactly, that brings down the link cost. That's uh, yeah, and, instead of Stella, you could take Pandora. Yeah, that's absolutely You could take Alki and use her Lieutenant Order as the NCO on the um, on the uh, Hoplite if you want to risk it. In that way, you got a long-range gun, a medium-range gun, and a super gun. There's lots of yeah. things you can do. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, it's, anything... It's, it's, as, it's uh, just the last thing. Uh, uh, it is as um, Zephyr says um, that it's... Or someone said... That it's funny that that this is called the Steel Phalanx Fire Team, and it's also the least used fire team. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Look, Steel Phalanx. It, the it, fire teams are. Oh no, they are not even the core option. Yeah. They're just a Harris. Why? Why? Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. I think. Like from from what we're seeing from everybody, um, is that it is the same thing that I feel is that I want to try and make Toysa work there's he's there's a there's a place there's a place for him 
Um, there's a there's missions for him and there's army comp for him. I think I think there just has to be some work done to actually find where he, like how to get him to excel. Yeah, yeah, we're still start struggling with uh, the degree of group think at the moment, where people haven't really tested it, and the faction's only been updated for about I don't know, three six months or something, three to six months. So not everyone's tried everything. I think yep. there's still room uh, for yeah. some experimentation. Agreed. All right, we're moving on to Val's pick. What have we got? Drum roll, please. What's the most hipster profile we're going to be talking about next? And it's... Best one off the bat. Oh, damn it. I fucked this one up. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And it's... The Yan Yan Whoa. I feel like like Rob is going to be looking at us going... It's going to be looking at us going, there's nothing wrong with that profile. Profile's really good. Yeah, it's true. Okay. So, why do we pick this one? Um, you're a and which one? Which one? Um, I think I think the easiest one to use, and the one that I can make the best case for, is the hyper rapid magnetic cannon uh, option, be it lieutenant or otherwise. So wait, huh, huh, what, are you trying to say that the Yan Huo is not a good? Is, is a malign profile? Yeah, like all of them, or just a spe- specific profiles. I don't think you see it as often as you should. I I, I don't I don't dis- I, I'm not I don't disagree with. Uh, I mean, I wonder if that's because we don't see vanilla Eugene ever, as well. well that's partly, maybe, but that's when you do see take. vanilla Eugene, what do you see? Um, you lots see of cam markers usually. Exactly. Well, do you? And um, what's that specific HMG gunfighter camo marker that starts in their deployment zone in hidden state that you see a lot? It's well, a I don't, I, fire now, isn't it? No, it's no, how, uh, the, no, the, the hacked out. out. Alright. So anyway, so why did I choose the Yan Ho? Uh, one of the coolest models CB have ever made, by the way. Um, what makes him unique? He's the only heavy infantry with um, tag weapons. There's yeah. no profile in the game that has tag weapons on a heavy infantry profile. That's true. Uh, is which it, is really is cool. It true? Is, it, is it true? I think so. I think I, I think it's the only one with a multi, at least a multi HMG outside of the tag. I think it's the only one. Okay. And a high okay. magnetic. I'll pay that one. Now, the now what is it competing with? Um, what's its role in the in the faction? I guess. So I'm taking a leaf out of Zephyr's book and I'm trying to. Um, I'm going to use the terminology of primary gunfighter. So the Yan Hao with a hypermagnetic uh, cannon should be able to win a firefight against almost anything in the game. So what, um, do you want to just, uh, for our listeners out there, just kind of just give us an idea of what, what it is and what it does? Ah, oh, right, yeah. So it's a heavy infantry. There's two wounds. It's armor 5, BTS 3. It's BS 14 with a hypermagnetic cannon. Um... It's 13, whoop 13. Uh, Bioimmunity and shock immunity. So bioimmunity is really good. Uh, obviously, that helps it stay, uh, use um, its BTS and armor for the, whatever purpose it wants. It's got shock immunity, so if you get unlucky, it's got two wounds, it's probably going to drop down to unconscious, so there's capacity to revive it. Now, its purpose in the in in the list, or its perp- its role, is to give you a gun that can win a firefight against almost anything in the game and therefore allow your faction, the rest of your army, to advance. So mm-hmm. it's there to win the fight. Um, and you're only paying 48, point, 48 points and 1.5 of the SWC for this privilege. Often, if you want a primary gunfighter, if you want a gunfighter of this caliber, you're looking at tags or elite, elite um, heavy infantry, such as a Hacktau 
or the um, Aquila or the Swiss or the Shen, which are all in the 50, 50 point bracket uh, uh, and above. Mm-hmm. Um, furthermore, this weapon, the, the, the gun it's carrying, can fi- it can kill anything. It's lethal. It can, it can shred tags. It, if it hits uh, medium, light, or heavy infantry, it's going to shred them as well because it's double action uh, um, AP. So not not double action, not oh, double action. Not double action. Sorry, it's AP. Sorry, it's AP. Um, it, 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 both both weapons have AP or shock in the action. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So uh, and furthermore, now um, how does it fit into the the list? Uh, you can also run it like a tag where you run in group two. Uh, you can also run it as a lieutenant profile and run a chain of command, especially in Invisible Army. There's a lot of chain of command options. You can run it in group two as your lieutenant uh, using the smaller pool to firefight and then preserving the first pool to do most of your uh, your work. So um, that's one way you can run it. Um, chain of command definitely helps. And Invincible Army, the other th- synergy I see it for it in the Invincible Army is reduces your dependency or reduces your uh, susceptibility to try to build out a full link team of heavy infantry. Because when you build a full link team of heavy infantry in a missive army, you spend all your points, you've got nothing, right? You're all mm. of a sudden, you're, you've got no variety in, in your army. So this allows you to have maybe a, a Harris and then a couple of specialists, a couple of Zencher or something like that, uh, because you're saving quite a lot of money or quite a lot of points on that primary money. gunfighter. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and finally, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the selling points. What do you guys think so far? And then what do you guys think he competes with? Um, first of all, I just want to quickly uh, get your uh, thoughts on, are we talking about this unit in Vanilla or in Invincibles? Well, uh, Invincibles or Vanilla. Invincibles, if it's... Does it, does it, change, does it change much between the two? Um, I think... Yeah, I think Invincibles... Because he can link, obviously, in Invincibles, right? Not the, You don't need to link with the hard you don't, plane. You don't, need, you don't need to link, yeah. Uh, you you can't link with that one. You can only link with the... Yeah, it's it's um, only the yeah, FTO. Exactly. Yeah. The FTO, yeah. Now, um, in in Vanilla Yuching, what's he, he? you say he's competing with like the likes of the Hacktow? And the... Yeah, so in Vanilla Yuching, he's competing with Hacktow. He's competing with um yeah the hack tower is the real one in the main one that he competes with in vanilla and why do you think people take the hack tower over this guy because they've got the marker state and they've got the mimetism mod uh and the same uh what's his name same um, armor same bs i think it's got um, nco as well isn't it or something yeah potentially Uh, it does yes it does yeah okay but whereas this thing is more like what what Val was saying, it won't it won't matter because um, if you take the lieutenant option on the Yan Hao using the uh, thing Chain anyway. But then, but then you're having to invest in um, Chain Command. Command, which is pretty easy in is uh, Eugene, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it yeah actually, yeah. what are bad. your examples? Um, what's his name? I think there was your old um fucking Tarja's mate. No, 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 no. There, there's like there's no Tar- Tarj's uh, Tarj's friend. Him three, three. Uh, there's Lei Gong. Yeah, so that's what I said. Tai Tar- Sheng, that's Tarj's mate. Yeah, ta- yeah. <laughs> that's Tarj- the one who like- favorite model. Yeah. favorite model. <laughs> favorite profile. Uh, he's a left counter. Um, yeah. So Lei Gong. Uh, then there's um Tai Sheng. Tai Sheng. Who's uh, fucking too expensive? The- you wouldn't take her anyway. Hey Dao. 
uh, Hey Dow, uh, Chain of Command. You're a rock star. Even... Yeah, and then there's one more as well. Is there a Hey Dow, Chain present. of Command? There is. Is there a Hey Dow, Chain of Command? So what you've got, you've got the Imperial Pheasants, the, so Pheasant Rank, you've got um, Adil, Ligong, Taishan, and John Hawkwood. John Hawkwood, right, okay. Oh, you don't get so, the Haydao um, Chain of Command in Vanilla. You only get it in, in, um, in Civil Army. Okay, um, sure. I didn't, so, know I didn't know that. Looking at from here, your cheapest Chain of Command is, I think, 32... Yeah. 27. Oh, no, sorry. So, so no, I think... 30, yeah, 27. Yeah, so anyway, so anyway, anyway without, without discussing specific points, because who cares, mm-hmm. is... The point I'm getting at is if you take mm-hmm. this guy as your LT, which is what you're advocating for, or you're, or you're at least saying, hey, look, he can be your LT, then you have to invest in another 30 point, probably more, to get yourself a chain of command model. Then um, don't take the LT and take the hypermagnetic cannon and have an uh, uh, attack pace that can win any firefight well, and enable uh, you. But, but, but my, my counter to that point then is then take the hack tau and have the Dowying LT plus one order. Then you're paying uh, more points for the um, yeah. Dafe, uh, sorry, the Hak Tao, the um, Dao Ying, yeah. and you also don't have a gun to fight tags or armor. So with. I think, so what, so yeah, so let me, let me just thread this needle now. So the problem, so this is just going back to like, not, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a reason not to take them. I'm just saying this is the reason why people maybe aren't taking it is because Yu Jing has a le- leans quite heavily into its NC NCOs, right? There's a lot of NCO um, profiles in Yu Jing, Rick Cockrum, Tai Sheng, uh, the, the hack Tao we just talked about. There's another one I'm sure of somewhere. I can't remember exactly. Um, then you've got models which are very efficient, like like the Shang Ji who has um, its own attack awareness order. Uh, so there isn't always a reliance um, to take something that is a LT that's an active turn gunfire because you have the incredibly cheap and marker state LT in the Dao Ying, which allows you then to get two orders to put onto something like um, Crit or the uh, Hacked Out. Now, that's that's like groupthink. That's no knowledge, right? That's so what one we're looking way to build, yeah. exactly. But what we're looking at now is like going, hey, have you considered taking the Yan Huo instead? Uh, it will mean that you will have to have a chain of command model. But there are useful chain of command models. They're just thirty odd points, like um, you said, uh, um, the fucking the pheasant. pheasant. Uh, which is actually quite good. Which is which is actually quite good. So I guess that, that's just what I'm just trying to like. I guess let let people know is like maybe that's why he is not being taken as the LT. Um, yeah. I still. I, I and the reason and the reason why then he might not be taken as the non LT is because there's such good NCO models in the faction that are also gun. Well, there's also a gunfighter option. Yeah. We're not trying to make a case of how you build around him. I'm just trying to make a yeah. case to show his strength in contrast, right? Yeah. So well, no, I, th- I think yeah. you have to, you know, you have to, you have to include why you would build around him because the current, yeah. the current, the, because you have to include that in the conversation. You can't just be like, hey, this guy's good, take him. But people were like, yeah, but then I get, I get this synergy going this way, right? You have to look That's, at what the current he, synergies are in the, in, he, in the faction is, and how he, does he, how does he synergize? And the way that I would say he synergizes is, is he's, he's, he's a tag that's like 20 to 30 points cheaper, right? Well, yeah, he gives you tag output for cheaper. Yeah, he's the cheapest access you have to a 
very powerful weapon. And when we were talking about chain of command, mm-hmm. and we said like Tai Shen is expensive, but don't forget that Tai Shen is also NCO, so you can use it mm-hmm. or if you can't use it. Chain of command, which is true. She's also a forward observer and a character. So yes, if you play man. anything with any like large amounts of um uh of uh of classifieds, she can do everything. Ensure that your Yan Hao uh if he dies, you don't go into loss of lieutenant. And she's pure for the case of like if you make an invincibles team. Mm. So the Yan, because I was just taking a look, the Hack Tao Dao Ying is like 40 more points than so a Yan Hao and Hai Dao. Oh, right. really? Oh, and, and, and Invincibles. Okay. Yeah. And Invincibles. Yes, and Invincibles. Oh, wow. So this, the Yan Hao is a cheap way of getting access to a very powerful weapon with an order that you're not afraid to use. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, um, like y- y- obviously, yeah, ideally we can uh, build out a little bit on how, like, how to build around him to a degree. But I think the main thing I'm trying to do at least uh, is trying to just show his strengths and then people can be like, you know what? That man might be li- miss- missing from my list. Let's try the Yan Hao in and see how he goes. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's I, my, that's my first. I think, I think, I think you're, no, I think you're, you are spot on because he does give you this, this un, pretty much unrivaled ability in the active turn. Um, for his point costs, like you can get better gunfighters for more points, and you can you can in Invincibles you can build out a better link team um, for for more points. But just for his 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 cheapness, I think um, it is it is important. And then just going back to the NCO thing, um, like I say, the NCO is a, is a selling point of um, Yu Jing, um, but it's also a bit of a trap because yeah, when you, when, when, like when you start. When you start re- when you start relying on NCO, then you start looking at profiles that have NCO, and then you start getting kind of tunnel vision because you start looking at going, oh well, I've got this Dao Ying with plus one order, so I better yeah. I better I, mean, I better find I better find the profiles that give me NCO, exactly. and then you start looking at all these profiles that have NCO, and then you miss out on the profiles that don't like the Yan Ho. So no, I, I think yeah. you're right. I was more just sort of thinking from the point of view of a salty Yu Jing player and going, no, I want to play my fucking hack Tao. And Fuck you, value. Yeah, it, it, it should also be. It should also <laughs> no. be pointed out that, um, like, I, like I know you're talking uh, uh, about the lieutenant option, but if you do take the FTO option, it has probably one of the cheapest wild cards in the entire game in the twelve point pangling FTOs. Yeah, right. That can yeah. defend it pretty well because they do have light shotguns. Ah, there you go. So you actually push in the middle with it uh, mm. potentially, and then have a repeater presence slash. Um, shotgun presence, and then somebody else, an engineer or something. Um, Don't mind it. Okay, yeah. so we, we, right. we, let's, let's move two. on. Uh, so number two for me, uh, we are on to... I like this one. The Malignos. Uh, specifically, ladies and gentlemen, the Malignos multi-sniper. Because uh, we all know how good a Malignos is. Uh, the Malignos killer hacker is amazing. Um, I thought about briefly talking about the Malignos monofilament mines, but you yeah, no, I'm not even gonna bother. Um, <laughs> Get a push. <laughs> like, I really want the monofilament mines to work. Oh, fuck yeah, it so bad. It's but bad. we're gonna be talking about the Malignos multi sniper. And this one will, uh, this one, the, the my chat about this one will be the same for Shaz as it will be for Combined Army. Um, 
But anyway, so we'll talk about the pro- profile quickly. It is a uh, BS12, whip 14, armor 1, 1 wound, uh, skirmisher uh, with camouflage, hidden deployment, infiltration, mimetism minus 6, regen, the Shazvasti rule, stealth, surprise attack, and terrain total. Um, it and then the sniper rifle uh, is a 1.5 SWC, 35 point model. Now, why am I talking about it? Well, um, we're talking about it because the Noctifer exists. Um, because the Noctifer, for two points, for sorry, three points less, uh, you get a dogged missile launcher. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, it's a fair point, right? The Noctifer is feared throughout the lands for a very good reason because it's a oh. hidden, de- hidden deployment missile launcher that's dogged. Um, and it's a pain in the ass, right? But the reason why I wanted to say that we sh- you should be considering the Malignus Multi Sniper over the um, over something like the Noctifer, um, the, my reasons are as follows: one, Multi Sniper has a better range band than a missile launcher. I can't tell you how many times I've run a Noctifer and gone, I reveal forty-two uh, inches. I'm or I reveal I'm inside twenty-four. Twenty-four yeah. is a hard one. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on I'm on nines and I uh, can't hit for shit. Um that is one thing. Uh number two is the infiltration um on the malignos. Now you might be thinking, well, why infiltration if you're using the sniper rifle? Great question. It's obviously something that comes up in a lot of other profiles that are very similar. Um infiltration, good for a couple of reasons. One, it gets you it can potentially get you angles on something that you couldn't get if you were stuck in your ZZ. It also mm-hmm. gives your opponent more places to think about where something might be coming from. Or, sorry, not more places. You have more places to think about where to put it. Whereas your yeah. opponent, if your opponent's expecting a Noctifer, they'll be looking at buildings only inside your DZ and going, haha, I'm safe here. And then realizing there's a building just outside the DZ that can, um, that can get a shot. So that's another reason. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll mention j- just quickly on that because uh-huh. with a similar profile, I did something. Uh, I did something similar where the infiltration. What it allows you to do is to fire back into your um, de- back at your deployment zone. So we were talking about not going past half in missions where your opponent will want to go past half towards your deployment zone. Having something that's halfway up on the wrong side of the on the opposite side of the table. That your opponent uh, now has no recourse to answer to because you're getting shot in the back can derail people's plans completely. Absolutely, yep. and and it. I it, used um, it to get rid of a draw in the old rules where they were just impossible to get rid of. Yeah, I I will say I haven't really ever um, been able to do that, uh, but it's certainly something to consider. The other reason why I think infiltration is really important on a Malignos is specifically in zone control missions. So if you are going yeah. into a tournament that has frontline, supremacy, quadrant control, for example, you now have a model, a 35-point model, that starts outside of your DZ and is already scoring for you. Um, whereas that's not something you can do with a Noctifer. Um, so with those things, the other, the other thing is regen, which is situationally better than dogged, but yeah, it, 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 yeah. works, it works different. Because there is a different there there is a different use case for the Noctifer over something like the Malignos. Um, the Noctifer, for example, he's there just to eat up orders. He's there to reveal, fire a shot. Maybe he misses and he goes dogged, but then you have to deal with him again because he's dogged. And 
you have to clean, you know, you have to walk into the space. Um, the Malignos, on the other hand, he will do the same thing. He will reveal. He might hit. He might miss. He might go down. He might just because of his mimetism minus six, he might only take one wound and go unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. At which point, that's when regen becomes very handy. Um, mm-hmm. For for you know, for for the reason that at the end of any at the uh, states phase, which is at the end mm-hmm. of end of a player turn, you mm-hmm. get to potentially roll him to get back up. So on a 12 or less, this model will get back up and stand right back where it was again, ready to be a pain in the ass again. So if it's in your turn, you get that order back. If it's in your opponent's turn, they have to now deal with it again. Yeah. Um, but then you get that. You, what you also get from having regen over something like Dogged is, again, in zone control missions, if he goes, yeah, down, was... if he goes down on a rooftop, you're just like, I don't need to regen him. I'll just leave him there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 what, I was, that's yeah. what I was thinking when you started talking about it. Yeah. Is he really makes use of that Shazvasti rule in zone yeah. control. In zone control. You can, you can be like, especially if he's in a zone that you've dominated, you're like, I'll see if he gets back up. Uh, uh, right, and I'll see if he can be a pest in you know my last turn or something like that. Yeah, or if, the, if it's a concern you're dominating, you need him to stay there. You just don't roll, it and you're like, yep, you just wait, don't roll, just roll him, leave him, leave him unconscious. Yeah. Whereas what happens with the malig- uh, the Noctifer is he will be either alive or he'll be dead. Dead. The malignos yes. will be will be alive or dead, but also sometimes unconscious. You you, you sure. never see you never see an, well, it's very rare that you ever see an, an unconscious Noctifer. Sure. Right, they they right, just right. don't they don't exist. They're either alive, they're either off the table, or they're on the table. Like they're not. <laughs> there's there's no there's no in between with those. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Um, uh, I'll, I'll I'll point out just one other thing about the uh, Malignos, um, and this is I think something that people miss um uh, a lot is he is a vet he is a veteran troop, so he can do uh, I think like I think he can do the one where on yeah, the yeah. half of the table do a whip, then undermine. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yep, you can I do think it. there's yeah. an, a classified that needs a veteran to do a whip check yeah, in yeah. their half. That undermine. And then Malignos yeah. can do that. Absolutely. So um, right. I was using the Malignos a fair bit when I was running Shaz. Um, I dropped it and I've dropped the Noctifer in favor of this guy um, mm. because of the aforementioned reasons, but also the fact that a multi sniper rifle can be used in the active turn. That's right. That was um, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Now, now the miss launcher can arguably as well, but when you've got two dice versus one dice, the two dice is just better, right? Mm, it's, it's gonna two dice double action, um, hitting on twelves or fifteens if it's at a cover, is really useful, and I've been able to use that to quite good effect when people aren't aren't expecting mm. to see a malignos um, just moving around in the active turn. Um, the no- the, no- yeah. the, no- the yeah the noctifier you almost feel like that surprise attack that it has is. Is useless. It, it does. It doesn't get used very often. Yeah. So yeah. for three more for so so folks out there who are who maybe have three points left over in their confined army list or their shaz list and and realize that they don't have access to war cores, just consider consider those spending those three points on a malignant multi sniper <laughs> today, and uh, <laughs> reap, the bene- reap the benefits <laughs> of uh, having a model that can actually hit the broadside of a fucking barn. So um, right. yeah. That's that's my that's no. my that's my shout out on Belignos. Um Try them out, Molly Sniper. F's kiss. Um, I just also want to highlight this episode, episode ninety, where Zephyr got a rule wrong. And, uh, <laughs> in the chat, I just I just want I just want, I just want people to remember because he's obviously been reading a lot. He's very smart. He's t- absorbing the game. But I just wanted to be stated on record that he got a rule wrong. He doesn't even know the range bands of a missile launcher. So anyway, it's all right. Uh, it's a learning 
care for all of us. Okay. Um, all right. No, I fully, I fully support uh, your uh, what's his name. Uh, your your thoughts behind the Malignal um, Sniper. I think he's awesome. You get different angles, but and you can still pop him in arrow, but from a different angle where they're just not expecting it, yeah. like they would be from an Octafire. And I, and I think and I think the reason why I wanted to talk about this this, this unit is because it. And uh, in, in other armies, there are similar there are similar units, right? There's Spectres, there's Crocmen, there's Twaregs, and all that sort of jazz, right? But there's no other profile in the game that kind of it competes very hard with it because the Noctifer exists. Right, yes. you, just, you just don't. People just don't consider it because they're like, "Well, Noctifer, insert that. It's a surprise here. It's a surprise mi missile launcher. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't like that?" Um, but the Malignos does very similar things, but also does more. So um, right. that's why I want to talk about. It. At the end of the day, right. what you're trying to stop is um, like the stopping power of a, of a sniper and a missile launcher. Like the difference is, very few models in the game can survive both uh can survive one over the other comfortably like the missile the sniper rifle stopping most things in the game the missile launcher is, is by far more, more more deadly to a, yes. a, a larger variety of things but if you're a one wound model getting hit by you know two damage 15 hit uh, shots is still probably going to put you down right. too compared to a missile I launcher think, i think what we're, what we're finding with a couple of these is that you're getting you're getting profiles that yeah, like compete with the single use case model. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's and they, but they have right. they have like a little bit of a side use that really Great. do can make them quite useful. Okay. Uh, before we move on, Zephyr did have a question about: Do you um, see uh, the loss of ability against fire teams as significant? Uh, no, because not many people are dumb enough to walk a fire team out against the Shaz or a combined army player. Yeah. And. Um, uh, I, I and and it really, it really, it really hasn't come up. Like I can't think of a single game the last time a Noctiver managed to splash damage something else, unless it was something like insignificant, like a mine. Um, yeah. It's very, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. And I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that if you're, you're dumb if you walk a fire team out in front of a Noctiver because I've done it. Like we've all done it. Yeah. We've all done it. But it, it's just the, would, um, yeah. I would also argue that when I was talking about being able to shoot like um from like on angles from like behind kind of is that the malignos has a different way of dealing with fire teams in that it can shoot the non-fire team leader if you're behind a fire team and they go this is my fire team leader and they're moving this way you go okay i'm going to shoot the guy that's not the fire team leader i'm going to start picking you apart that way yeah yeah no absolutely that can that can definitely work all right so move on to the next one so we're back to uh jake yeah well yeah speaking and... of uh side use cases oh the, yeah uh the shikami this is, this is gonna be a hard oh, one this is this is gonna be tough uh, shut up why shut do you up. choose why do you choose the fucking hardest ones <laughs> <laughs> i like it so I, i'm going to preface this by saying that in jsa the shikami are my favorite models they are mm -hmm. By far the best samurai uh, uh, warrior monk cross things um, in JSA. Very cool. But, but they're not, you don't see these guys very often. I'm actually going to start with why you don't see them very often and try and dig my way out of the hole. Because they're, they're, they're in one we'll faction in the entire game. Right. It'd be very quiet. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, th th that make makes it technically easier to get the data on why. Um, firstly, they are both profiles are very expensive. 
right? 45 points, 48 points in a sectorial that probably struggles, in all honesty, with both SWC and points. Um, they are, yeah, they are difficult to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, they're difficult to fit in, fit into an army because you want to take your you want to take those Domaru's they um, and you don't really want to take the uh, the Kesatsu fire teams. Um, and once you start taking the uh, d- sorry the Domaru's and you start buffing them up and getting them weapons and all that sort of thing, you start the the cost starts to spiral out of control and it gets hard to pull it back to fit in a Shikami. Secondly, they've actually probably one of the few units that going from N3 to N4 where they've got a downgrade with the disappearance of Nimbus grenades. For anyone who don't know what Nimbus grenades used to do, <laughs> they used to put down a zone of minus one burst. Yeah, okay. they are. Right. They're, they're real tricky. Um, that, yeah. was, that was such, a, such an interesting time when we had Nimbus grenades. Yeah, they also they also can only duos in a like in a faction that I would probably describe as like a fire team faction, being one yeah, of the um, NA twos. Uh, they can only really duo, uh, mainly duo with themselves. Uh, you could look at putting the fire teams uh, with them, but if you do put uh, sorry the wild cards with them, mm-hmm. can they duo? I thought they could. They can they, 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 they can duo on Harris in a GAC fire team. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, as well. Yeah. Oh, they can harass. They can harass. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. you can. Maybe you could figure something out with that. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, the problem is, is that most things can't keep up with the Shikamis, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is one of the good things. The other thing is that they do very much compete with. Uh, sorry, oh, they very much compete with Oniwaban. Mm-hmm. Oniwaban are same sort of mimetism, sort of the same sort of use case. Arguably, what is their use case? What is a Shikami used for? I will get to it. Okay. Um, and the last thing is, and this is probably the main weakness of them, is their weapon profiles. They have a contender, mm-hmm. a flashpoint, or a combi rifle. So they don't have lots of an assault pistol. Really... Assault pistol. Don't forget the assault pistol. Yes, sorry, the assault pistol mm-hmm. on the cont- uh, only the... on the contender though. Yeah, only on the contender. So, and then you've got a combi rifle. So you're not getting a huge amount of damage out of any of them. The DA is nice in the contender, but only burst one. Combi rifle is obviously just a combi rifle. Really, the assault pistol, as far as gunfighting, is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Now, these guys' use case is—I I would say—they're almost they're almost somewhat similar to the. Uh, sorry, what was the first one you covered, Kev? Uh, the Nahab, the Nahab yeah. yeah, yeah. They are. They've got they they are quick. They are six two with super jump and, and climbing, plus. climbing plus, right? Um, and forward deployment four plus dodge plus two inches, inches. Uh, on fizz fourteen. So arguably, you could every time you move a shikami, arguably you are faster if you dodge at yeah. the end of every order. They can't wheel every day back like they yeah, to It's so cool. <laughs> okay, go yeah. on. Um, stealth does help. Stealth and yeah, stealth cool. also helps them walk around, and means that they're not going to get hacked. Because um, they are hackable. They are two wound. They are two wound heavy infantry. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they are hackable. But stealth means that unless they, unless the hacker can see them, they're more than likely not going to end up getting hacked. 
Exactly. Okay. Um, and they are in a faction that can support them really well with smoke grenade launchers. So the Karoshi Rider, who's yep, relatively Rider. cheap, yep. and um, Yujimbo. Um, Yujimbo, yeah. Right. Yujimbo, Both uh, yeah. Really good at putting down, especially the Karoshi Rider. If you put her in a Harris, she does get through two uh, smoke grenade launchers. Yeah, but they so, get impetuous, right? So, so they're, but, they're... but like just going back to like what their mm. what their purpose is like what is their yeah. purpose so i see two purposes for these guys huh? the first one is and but in most of it comes from missions where you want to be in the center okay apparently this is the thing for what i'm going for with these first two mm. units is if you are going first right mm. uh, well you probably take them more if you're going second they are a serious threat in the midfield, if your opponent comes up and has to deal with the Shikami, they're—I would say—they're deadly up close. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, because they're so quick, you can reposition them to do whatever, um, whatever they need to do. Press a button or kill something pretty easily with support from smoke. That's relatively, uh, which is pretty readily available. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty good at um, they're pretty good at being able to actually get around and six inch um, cautious move as well. Yeah, the six inch cautious w- move. Right. One so. of the great things I reckon is their extra dodge and good and good CC means that they can go up to a corner, dodge around the corner. Yeah. Right, and then the next turn go into CC. And that's where their Mimetism minus six comes in, where you've got Martial Arts, which is an egg three, Mimetism, which is an egg six. You're you're getting shot at neg nines, right, you know, uh, ignoring everything else, where as a you're CCing on 26. And the other thing is, even if they even if they have to engage something with and something sees them do it, Mm. as long as as it has a combi rifle or something that can only do one wound, it can risk it. A MIM yeah. six, armor three, two wounds. They can risk getting it uh, shot at. And what that's was... that's one thing I think with the Shikama you've got to do is un- I think unfortunately for a lot of the time with the Shikama you've got to be brave. Yeah, you're going to use try to alpha with this thing. I think you set up as a threat. <sighs> I if they I, don't look, deal with it. If if the because they've got they've the got potential, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. if the situation presents itself, I would say if you see a tag um, or some, like, really high-value unit, um, I could see these guys almost filling the role of, like, a JSA uh, dog warrior, kind right. of. Okay. Whereas in they go up to a really good gunfighter and you might take the entire, uh, you know, the entire order of that, of the Shikami's group, but even if you don't kill them, you're in close combat with this good gunfighter, um, and you've stopped it from shooting. Mm-hmm. Right. More importantly, if someone's trying to get the Shikami off and doesn't have, like, let's say you're playing an army that doesn't have the answer to close combat, it's negative twelve to shoot. So annoying. Right. Right. So. You're more than likely the only way you're getting the Shikami off is when it kills its thing, yeah, and then you get a chance. So, so, but okay, sorry, go on, yeah, no, no, okay, no, go on. I was just it's gonna say, so, com- so you mentioned there what it's competing with earlier, which was one of them was the Oni Waban, 
or the or Kitsune, mm. for example, right? Because they're similar similar point cost. Um, yeah. Now, why would I take a Shikami over an Oniwaban, for example? I think the biggest thing for taking the Shikami is its specialist operative. Right. So that's a good if thing he... you've hit on there. It's a specialist. Okay. So it it it's a bit of a toolbox in that it can yes. it can fight it can, it it can fight because it's got a combo rifle and mimetism minus six, so it's at least decent. Yeah. It's it's up the table. It can get into range. It can also fight in close combat. It can deal with problems because it's got climbing plus and super jump, and it can get to the buttons that needs to get to and push them. And Whereas an o- competing... only Waban can't do all those things. Yeah, and talking about competing with um, the uh, only Waban, um, they're both elite troops, so they can still do those uh, classifieds as well. Can I make wow. mention as well? There's one thing the Shikami. So the Shikami's movement ability is stealth, um, means it can always get the drop in active turn. Yeah. And it's Unless mobility you get six means. Um, but yeah, you just you're still you're you're in the active turn. You just wouldn't go near six cents. Six cents yeah. isn't like secret. But yeah, but yeah, generally yeah, generally speaking, you can always get the drop. Um, and in in the reactive, because of your climbing skills, you can leverage yourself on a vantage point. Where you can really limit who can engage you, and obviously your biggest weakness is the fact that a hacker can just run up to you um, yeah. below the building that you're hiding on and start hacking you. Mm-hmm. But this comes here comes the next layer. You can use this as bait. How many hidden deployment models do you have in JSA? Be um, mm, okay, like a ninja or something like that. Yeah, a twenty-six point ninja. Run your hacker to the bottom of the building and start playing with your laptop. See what happens. See if somebody doesn't dodge <laughs> into you. Or better yet, the um, uh, the Ryukin Nine. Ryukin which is, Nine. I think, it, right. I think it's a cheaper, but they're a bit better. But yeah, the the main thing is this guy's not an AOA piece. He's only an active turn piece. Active turn. I think I think he's great for if you need to have something really dangerous running across the uh, middle of the, yeah. um, the- uh, middle of the zone. The other thing I should mention is while JSA is are really good, like as far as their CC stats and mm-hmm. uh, amount of martial arts go, they're actually pretty, in terms of their weapons, they're actually pretty poor, right? If you take yeah. a look at the, the Damari, most of them are EM weapons. Not saying there's anything wrong with EM weapons. EM is the best weapon gonna... in the game. So, okay. <sighs> Well, okay, as, as far as, like, trying to kill something. EM's the best weapon in the game. Well, it doesn't... Does it, it, do, it, does, does EM... it, does, it does damage, yes. No, no, I know that. I'm saying, does EM count towards decap? What do you mean? Uh, yeah, because it, it does, does damage. It, yeah. it does damage. No, no, it, it takes, yeah, it takes wounds it, off you, so it counts towards decap. Yeah, it... yeah, but it's you... not it's, it's not APDA. Yeah. It is APDA. Like... E- EM is APDA on your BTS. BTS. But yeah, but the, no, no, the EM, but the EM doesn't kill you. It only isolates you. It, it, it does. does damage as well. EM CC weapon. Okay, well. let me let me just break down for you. EM CC weapon yeah. is is essentially an APDA weapon against your BTS that also isolates and mobilizes you if you are heavy infantry. It is Wait, so the it, best it, weapon it, in it the does, game. It doesn't do EM one EM and one normal hit. No. No, you just you. Oh, I, I I roll to hit you. You take two B, two BTS saves at half your BTS, and whatever you fail, you lose a wound, and then you're isolated. And if you're heavy infantry, you're also immobilized. So fuck you. Yes, EM is the best. Uh, well, game. I, 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 I guess I'll, I guess I, I will have. To <laughs> APDA isn't it? 
but APDA isn't very far from EM either. Like, it's APDA not. It's not. It's very close. You just don't get the isolate on top of it. Yes. No, I, mean, I, 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 I suppose for an arm, an armor poor army, it's you know, BTS high army. It's it's it could be argued it, be better, but to be honest, if you're yeah. armor poor, the EM's going to do yeah, probably no, just as well anyway. EM EM weapons became fucked up the yeah, butt in N four, and um, CB and haven't thought to time. haven't haven't thought to correct it yet. So we're just going to yeah. keep <laughs> keep doing. I'm going to put out there. I think the Shikami is the hardest moral to use in the game. Um, well, what, what, something I was going to say on that is what makes it hard is JSA hasn't got enough lot of support around it to make that Shikami work. It has no disposable pieces that you can just like sacrifice. Like when I was talking about, I was talking about the Nahab, the Nahab is vulnerable to being hacked or vulnerable to being attacked by on turn on on if I go second. But I've got a Beast Hunter or a, you know you've got a Libertos or something like that in to to insulate it. The Shikami's got nothing. It's got nothing that can insulate it unless unless it's another you thirty can, point can, model. Well, you can run two twenty-six point ninjas to, um, and there's <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong that's, with them. It's, it's hardly, it's hardly, ins- it's hardly cheap insulation. It's that's like that's, yeah. premium, that's premium speed bumps to protect yeah, a twenty-five point model. Yeah, that's premium. Yeah, potentially, like, it's hard. Man. Admittedly, it's difficult. admittedly, I think JSA have always been an army where you have to really know how to break out of your deploy. You have to have to break out of your deployment zone. I think the Shikami is a decent model. For like for that sort of thing with the mimetism minus six, the mm. speed and all that sort of thing, but yes, you are, are correct. Other than the smoke, um, which has to come from another model, um, again, like I said, the Shikami is the Shikami is a model to be used is not to be used by the faint of heart. You you have to put him in danger. You have to hope to dodge. Um, you have to be clever with him. Um, I think the main thing is his is his that he's a toolbox that can kill in Malay. Yeah, JSA is yeah likely. JSA is one of the hardest factions to use, and Shikami is probably the hardest model in the game to use for yeah. me. Uh, that's uh, my that's my hard it, yeah. it is Amazing. it is hard. It is, it is hard. Amazing. But we 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 Amazing. support anyone who wants to use it. All right, so absolutely. Uh, on to the next one. So <laughs> this one, everyone's going to go. What the absolute fuck? This has to be a joke, right? This is a joke. Okay. Val, Val, is this Here a joke? <laughs> no, this is not a joke. Have you put up on the screen yet? Hold yes, on, it's, on the screen. Screen. it's on the screen. It's on the screen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I present you the Moran. Oh, but the Moran's <laughs> not, not maligned. I mean the Moran camouflaged is what I mean. So okay. Here we go. Why would you ever... So everyone knows the Moran, and in uh, the Moran comes with a repeater, it comes with a crazy koala, it comes with decharges, it comes with infiltration, it sits on a roof and doesn't do anything all game. Right, really, really useful. Now, the Moran. Now, if you were to ever look at the Moran camouflaged version, and if you just put your two fat fingers over the profiles above it, just look at it in isolation, like, hey, that's a really good profile. The reason no one sees any value or or, or even looks at that profile twice is because of the two above. Now, how do they differ, and what is the value of the Moran with camouflage? What I'm going to make an argument for is it is very much akin to the Heckler. The Heckler with the Fast Panda, which is obviously a very used and common profile, where the strength of the Heckler, the Fast Panda, is the fact you almost can't stop it. It's going to get to you, and it's going to deploy its Fast Panda 
in range of one of your uh what's his name one of your valuable pieces be it um but unlike the heckler obviously you can't hack through the crazy koala so what does the crazy koala do crazy koala is an absolute nightmare for an aro link team oh if opponent has an aro link team and you move 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 and deploy the crazy koala within eight inches of them then you engage that link team well, whole link team um, activates. Let's let's just assume though that you're only getting one move move out of this. Before you're getting you die. one move move. Yeah, you're, you're getting going, move you're, move. Yeah, and then move deploy. So that's how many. Yeah, just, that's just, yeah. So how many how many inches is that? That's eight, twelve plus that's twenty. That's twenty inches max. Yeah, twenty just, inches. Just 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 for just from our for our um, listeners out there who are wondering how to use it, can you just explain why you would like just the it's like. It's it's got infiltration is what I'm trying to say because you didn't you didn't talk yeah about right because everyone knows uh, okay, what, everyone knows what Moran is but just for those right. people who don't know what Moran is could you would you mind just explaining that to people uh, it's four four um s twelve fizz eleven whip thirteen armor zero bts zero it has uh, courage fort observer infiltration mimism three mind layer stealth terrain total. In the com uh, in the camouflage profile, it's got camouflage one use. It's got su surprise attack minus three. Then it's got a combi rifle, flash bolts, decharge, crazy koala, pistol, and normal close combat weapon. Or you can take the other profile with a boarding shotgun. Uh, but cool. other than that, they're yeah. both eighteen points. Point five SWC. So the point so, of it is, it's, it's, it sits in the midfield. It sits in the midfield, being another camo marker. Yeah, exactly right. So it's yeah. it's. But the thing is, with infiltration, with the fact that you uh, can move, move. And the worst thing they can do to you is discover. They can move another four inches and then throw out uh, a um, uh, crazy koala. It means that your threat range is effectively, what is it, uh, 12 plus 8, 20 inches. So, and obviously, if you're starting on the 24-inch line, tables 48 inches. I don't have to do the math. So people, yeah, uh, we, just said, we just said it can get 20 inches up the board before it gets shot and dies. Yes. Exactly right. Um, but So that's worst case scenario. Now, how does, how, what's the play here? Right. So, like I said, you get twenty. You throw your crazy koala. Oh, you sorry, move, sorry, move, sorry. Yeah, crazy... sorry. I, I, yeah, I don't mean it gets 20, 20 inches. I mean the crazy yeah, koala can be yeah, toward, Yes. Yeah. Let me let me just finish the point. Yep. So, effectively, you get the uh, you get you can get the uh, the crazy koala within a link team. Then, when you engage their link team, if the link team. What are you engaging the link team with? Just curiosity. With another piece. With another piece, right? So what kind? What, what, uh, what kind of piece? Just give me an example. I don't know any nomad piece like uh, crazy borax. Like who cares? I mean, it, 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 it matters though. It matters because because we you could be saying, are you engaging it with a Moran? Are you engaging it with no, a no, tag? No, are you whatever you're engaging no, you, it with? Yeah. You're engaging it with another gunfighter, right? Yes. So okay. The main point is it's giving you an ability to give the opponent a really hard choice for their link team because if they shoot back with the piece that you're shooting, you can deploy the crazy koala on any one of the link members so if their lieutenant is in the link if a one wound model is in the link uh if it's a link made of um line troops or if the main gunfighter uh that you're trying to take out is one wound you can force them to take an armor save effectively with shock yep. so what this means for the link team is it either breaks and therefore the model you're sh fighting with your gunfighter as worse odds and is not getting link team bonuses, or they stay as a link and you get a free crazy koala on one of them. I think that I think there's value there in terms of taking on link teams, which 
isn't Absolutely. quite being utilized. Now, of course, you could say, hey, why don't we just run a heckler, throw a linked, uh, throw the fast panda, and then um, spotlight and nuke them. Fair enough. That that is an alternative, and that's probably why you're not seeing the crazy, uh, the the uh, this profile used very much. Now, that that's a really good use against linked teams. Now, the other thing this gives you is camouflage mark like you said so just another camouflage in your in your midfield so they don't actually know what's what i mean unless you deploy unless you deploy the crazy koala that's true actually yeah unless you deploy the crazy koala now as an aro piece it has a flash pulse so having camouflage mimetism and flash pulse for 18 points is very very strong um i've been using strelox as Ford Observe um, AROs to slow down attack pieces, and I've used Trinitarians with military orders in the past. And Flash Pulse in ARO coming out of camo is very strong because they're often not, that's probably often they're not fighting you, they're fighting something else, and then you're coming out to kind of split their decision or try to split their burst or, or get a free shot on them and stop their um, attack run. So that's kind of nice. The other thing it allows you to do with the crazy koalas is to fork people's arrows. So once you get into the midfield turn two and they have some models in, in the midfield, you can use your pitches to set up an arrow presence, uh, so a uh, repeater presence. And then if you have to hack anyone, you can add the Moran, you can spend an order on the Moran, throw out a crazy koala, and then hack their hackers, forcing them uh, really bad decisions. They either face-to-face against the hack or they dodge against the crazy koala. Well, so it's except like, that's already a tactic that you can do with the 17-point version and, and with less orders because you don't true. have to throw a picture at first. That's true. That's true, actually. That, that's uh, that's absolutely right because, yeah, you've got the repeater presence, but they have to walk into your repeater presence. But, yeah. So, and the other thing, the other thing with, uh, with um, Morans is the fact with the big value of the Moran having the repeater is that you have a repeater net turn zero, right? And that's good if you're going first, but often, uh, from what I understand, uh, if a lot of nomad lists like to go first, right? So having that ARO, uh, having the repeater net turn zero isn't as important because you've got so many pitches, you can set it up anyway the way you want it. Um, mm. That's just another thought, I guess. Um, that's uh, added. And finally, having camo marker. If you if you didn't need to use it as a flash pulse, or you didn't need to run it across the board to um, throw a crazy koala. And push buttons. You've got a marker state to push buttons turn two and three, a pinch. It's so, uh, and, and and it's often why I don't I don't see Morans being like like I said Morans don't get used when they're on the table as a repeater, but they're a fucking whip thirteen specialist. So yeah, you know if you've got yeah. the cam if you've got the camouflage, you can now get that model to that button or uh, use that model to put a D charge for a classified or or whatever whatever it is. There is there is a lot of utility to be used in the camouflage profile and like you say if you if you don't deploy them with the crazy qual at the start then your opponent will be like oh uh where's your where's your morans oh the, wait are did you not take morans oh wait are they under the camo markers oh which ones wait where's the crazy qualas yeah. i'm confused like yeah. <laughs> i could just like people you can hide like, your hecklers as well yeah i mean to be fair though the yeah. hecklers are only I, four I, deployment I, plus four inches so you can uh, probably figure inches, out yeah, heckler. Well, I'm pretty sure only plus four for a heckler. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they're pretty easy to tell. If, well, not yeah, always true. easy, but they can be easy. They also. Yeah. I also see them being yeah plus one four on the heckler. One of the four, uh, one of the few camera markers that you might 
um, reveal to put down the crazy, crazy koala. So if yep. you ever have the opportunity where you can really punish your opponent ah. for not not discovering you, you pop down the crazy koala. Although if they come up to look at you, go, hey, do you want to reveal yourself? You go, yeah, sure, crazy koala. Yeah. Oh, right. As they're running past you, right? They run, or, they see no, you. No, but even if they walk up into your face, let's, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Let, let's, say, let's say you're getting discovered by Usha McNeil just because Usha yeah. McNeil is generally pretty valuable. Right, you go. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you discover me, crazy koala. Sure. Yeah, right, and they, and right. they've got that. So they do have that ability, um, like a crazy koala over something like a mine, where you know, like mm-hmm. you know, often, often the mine is like this. You know, is the if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me, kind of move. But with yes. the crazy koala, you can go. I mean, and you can do this with both um, models, to be fair, right? But mm-hmm. the thing is, what will happen is you'll they'll they'll have to come around the corner. Then they'll have to spend an order to discover you, and then they reveal that you're a Moran, and then they're going to go, "Oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll, um, I'll just shoot you then." And then they go, "Cool, crazy koala," but I'll just yeet the crazy koala off eight inches away next to another model that you weren't right. expecting me to do that to, and then they have to go, "Oh, now I can't activate because we're, you know, if it's a mine, you can just be like, "Oh, I'll yeah. just detonate the mine on this guy, this war band or whatever," but you can put yeah. the crazy koala off in another direction. Yeah, or an, incredi- an incredible, incredible way of let's say, like if a fire team goes to discover him, you pop yeah. down the crazy koala. That fire team moves. You go. I'm just wow. not going to blow up the leader. Yeah, blow up the weakest, weakest link in that fire team. Boom, gone. And again, if they're pushing through with a Har- with a Harris team, right? If that's their attack vector, a Harris team, and they come around the corner to discover you with just the link team leader. With a mine, you could only put the mine down, and you can only like clip the the leader. With yeah. a crazy koala, you put down, uh, you put it down, and you threaten all of them. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. If, if 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 it's like you know uh, the one Harris that I've used before, if it's a Azura, um, yeah. uh, Harris, the Azura's not going to care about a mine, no, but. But yeah. if you put down a crazy koala, you can go. Well, I'm just going to go and kill the thing that's down the stairs. Yeah. So mm. it's 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 very it's very useful. And don't forget, the crazy koalas are damaged 15 shock, so they are yeah, actually very good at taking lethal. taking mm. care of light infantry. Um, Man, yeah. No, I I don't see any reason why we don't see more of these. I think it's just like like you say, going back to what you said about groupthink and nomads relying heavily on guided missiles. Um, mm. You know, if you if you if you suddenly remove the two. Um, midfield repeaters. Are you gonna maybe do that tactic uh, as much, or are you gonna go and do something else with your list? Um, yeah. It's it's it remains to be seen. It remains to be seen yeah. whether or not we actually how many how how often we see those kinds types of units. But and you um, can replace yeah. the mid the two midfield repeaters very quickly with one shot of the picture. It's one order from True. like a yep. cyclone, and you get the same two pictures on the table. And then yeah, because the morons, like you said, they just sit there. They just sit there all game. Yeah, they they yeah, very I mean, rarely have done anything um, aggressive, um, and it, to to me, and then and then like if I'm playing um, uh, Shaz or something like that or um, whatever it is, and I've got a war band, and they, and if you've got a Moran that's the repeater version of the table, then my first the first thing I'm doing is I'm climbing that Bailing. that thing up there. <laughs> I'm dodging the crazy koala, and then I'm gonna go shiv your Moran. Whereas if he's under a camel state camel marker, that's a lot harder to do. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. um, okay. I think, and I think this is uh, just quick, just this real quick. I think this is more valuable in N four with the change to crazy koalas not being this constant, uh, yeah, like, circular presence. Now, you, now that you have to put them down, the only thing you have to worry about is the repeater. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I think I mean, the thing is, there's a lot of armies in the game that do perfectly well uh, without having a turn zero repeater net. So, absolutely. Um, I don't know what point. nomads think they're doing that's so special um, that they're not even winning ITS events with them. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why we have to. Why, why this has to be the default is to have two repeaters in the midfield when like other armies don't. Other armies don't have that. I mean, they're not though. So uh, okay, moving on. So uh, right, I mean, we're better. Um, Try and speed this up a little bit, because uh, if we yeah, want to get sure. to some of our listener ones, which I'm quite keen to, we'll try and get through this mm. now. So, uh, back to me. My last one is going back to hack, because I couldn't think of what else to talk about, and I've been talking about it for a fair bit already the last couple of episodes, is the Humble Namur. So, mm. this is going to be, again, Rama-focused, but we will be talking about Hack Islam a bit in here too. So, the, the Namur Experimental Operative Group is a light infantry elite troop, 6-2 move, with CC21, BS13. Uh, it's basically a two-wound model with armor 2 BTS6. It has, again, a plethora of skills. It is a CC attack plus one burst, climbing plus courage, dodge plus one inch, dodge plus three, immunity total, which is very important, specialist operative, which is also very important, and terrain total, which is also great. Um, we have three profiles here. We have um, the breaker rifle, light shotgun, Emirat, D charges, heavy pistol, and an EMCC weapon uh, for 39 points. Uh, we have the same profile again, sans the Emirat, but has tactical awareness for 41. And then we have the Spitfire, Emirat, D charges for 43 points and one SWC. Now, I'm going to be talking about all of them kind of generically um, here, but. Uh, the reason why I want to talk about them is, well, so the, yeah, the reason why I want to talk about them is they aren't included in a lot of, um, they are, they ha- they, sorry, they are being included more these days since they got the buff in Rama, mm-hmm. but they are being used at the moment how I see it as to cheat an extra order into a Harris and a very expensive mm-hmm. order, oh, mind you, for yeah. 41 points. But um, I'm seeing a lot of people run a Harris of these guys, or a Harris of something like a Mokhtar, and then adding in this person here because it's because they are wild cards in Rama. Um, now, what I see as being the reason why maybe you don't see them very much in Hack Islam is because they are quite expensive, being almost 40 points. Uh, between you know being about 40 points per model they're not the best gunfighters and they're not the cheapest specialist so they just sit in that kind of in between phase where they're like there's better gunfighters in the uh, in the faction in like the Mokhtar uh the Asawira um like that sort of thing and but there are cheaper specialists in the form of like you know Barids, uh, Hawas, um, uh, uh, any any other infiltrating specialists, essentially. So these guys just kind of have, are, are sitting in kind of odd space, kind of like the Shikami was that you were talking about earlier on. Yep. Yeah, I was about to say this. This feels like the Shikami. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, what the reason the reason why I've been running them a lot lately is because because simply because of the fact that they do combine so many things together into one lovely package. Because while they're not the best gunfire, they're still perfectly competent with being BS13 with a breaker rifle or a Spitfire. 
and they're still a whip 14 specialist operative right and they're, so, they're tough they're so tough and yeah exactly two wounds with total immunity and armor two is 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 great it's going to it's going to yep. soak up that they they won't soak up the most amount of damage right you know if they, if someone comes around a corner and bursts burst for them with an hmg they're probably going to go down again down yep. but they can take incidental damage in arrow yep. and kind of just keep going the, the the main thing I, I whenever I see these profiles is like these guys are um they they give you a chance to look at a noctifer and fuck up. Yes. Um and walk away. Yeah. So Just walk straight been, out something. So what I've been really enjoying about these guys at the moment is um in Rama in Rama is because they're wild cards, they are capable of duoing with something like your um Duoing or harassing with something like a uh, your your Mukhtar, who has got MSV two mimetism and a red fury, mm-hmm. but I tend not to go down the path of the Harris. I tend to go down the path of the duo because I don't necessarily need that um, extra burst when I've got this girl here who kind of fits the bill of being that third member in that she has tactical awareness. So she can she can get you that th- extra order, yep. and because she kind of does everything else, the Mukhtar can't. Specialist. Uh, like it can be the it can, cool. it's the specialist, it's the close range gunfighter. It's she dodges on fifteen, so she can dodge mines. Right, she's got uh, she's got D charges and EMCC weapon with CC twenty one. She's got no martial arts skills to speak of, yeah. but against non martial arts people. She's got plus one CC. Also, she's got plus one burst CC attack. So she can run into something, decharge it or EM it, probably survive because she's got two wounds and total immunity. Um, And so she can sign up. She she can kind of um, save like the um, the premier the premier gunfighter from dying. And 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 she'll probably survive herself. if, If you really need like extra fizz and AP for whatever reason, that heavy pistol comes in handy. Sure, yeah, da- yeah damage 14. Um, I mean, I like, like, it, the, the, reveal, the reveal you've done on the EM weapons has blown my mind, and I don't see why you ever would, but yeah, you could, if you need the uh, like damage 14 AP, you got the pistol. Uh, it's not AP on the heavy pistol, it's just um, shock. Oh, it's shock, isn't yeah. it? Sorry, no, no, it's shock, my bad. You yeah. can literally walk at something, like you can, if a tag's on ARO, doesn't have, for example, um, suppression. You can literally walk at it and try win the fight. Just keep walking out, and if you lose the fight once, you're only taking one damage. Well, because it's got a breaker rifle, it can it can kind of fight a tag because it's damage thirteen AP against your BTS. Now, this is also where I am kind of sad that they've broken out the profiles into three, because the Emirat profile on the breaker rifle is <laughs> is money. Because mm. it it can walk into CC with anything, and then go. Or sorry, when I say anything, anything heavy infantry or tag, and go. What are you doing? Oh, if, that's. Because if you if you shoot me, I'm just gonna put an Emirat template on you. If you fight me, or if you dodge, I'm gonna hit you with an EMCC weapon that's burst two with CC twenty one. Jesus Christ! It's just not yeah, a good right. option for anything that's hackable. Um, and then, right. and then, and then, if you decide to shoot me with a heavy flamethrower, cool. I'm totally immune. I, I don't, I don't keep yeah, burning. Fuck. Double action. I don't care. I take one wound unless you crit me, or you're hitting me, or you hit me multiple times. Yeah, the only thing that this 
has any reason to be scared of is getting into CC with a close combat specialist. And if you're doing that, well, that's your fault. Yeah, Even you don't want to be. It's... it's 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 risky if you're doing it. Like she'll she she'll probably not survive more than one round. Um, yeah. But oh, there's and... two bursts. Two dice. There. Two dice. Two I mean, dice. Eighteens I mean, versus twenty-sixes. Inactive, inactive, sure, but not in, not in reactive. And going reactive, back to the talk, the talk about the Morans earlier on, like one of the things that Morans you know do really well is they sit on rooftops and be annoying. This girl climbs up that rooftop and doesn't care about the crazy koala because she's dodging on fifteens. Um, mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't care about about getting spotlit because she's totally immune and we'll just reset out of it, and then we'll just proceed to kill the Moran. Yeah, and the mm. other thing is like. EM mines, uh, what's the other mad traps? Like oh yeah, flash, ma- pulses, yeah. flash all, pulses. All yeah. those, all those sort of things. She can walk past double deuces, right? Um, and right, she's yeah. a great like. Other than clearing mines, because you know incidental wounds and all that sort of thing. Sure, yeah, she can definitely um, still take the mine. But yeah. anything that's non-lethal, she's just like, sure, whatever, get fucked. I don't care. And the reason why I've been including her in my games, and especially in Rama, is um, because a lot of stuff in Rama can be quite, quite can be can be durable, but it's also weirdly not. You know, like the Mokhtars mm. are one wound, no wound, cap, but they're one wound. The Namur is the Nahab is one wound, in cap when armor one and uh, the quarries are just one wound the zayden are just one wound um there's a lot of stuff in the in the faction that actually can't take a hit an awful lot like it's really reliant on dice so th- this and, is so this is like your quickest toughest unit um it's i mean it's one of the it's one of the fastest i mean a lot of things are six two the namura six two the naha uh, the Mukhtar six mm. two a lot of things are six two but this thing Whereas you have um, Carmen and Batard who are great, right? Um, mm. They're 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 your warband, and the Beast Hunter again, very good. But the Namur is there, and can do can kind of because it can do everything. You kind of don't necessarily need need to have multiple different units that are doing individual yeah. things. She just kind of does mm. all the things. Um, and yeah, like if if someone's just like flash bosses up, then she can just kind of walk through them. Um, finds the weakest point, climbs up to it, and stabs it, or shoots it, or whatever she she needs to do to it. Um, Can I ask, have you considered the Harris of two Nafatun with Heavy Flamers and the Namor Spitfire? Uh, I haven't, so no. Basically, consider make think of the uh, Nafatuns as peripherals. Yes. Her. That way you can dig her into the midfield. That way, if they want to deal with her, they have to go through two Nafatuns. Like a more expensive and- version of Fiddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Actually, um, that's not. A bad, I don't hate the idea. I have been experimenting with putting Nafatun in my Harris, um, kind of like you would for a McCall in, um, in in Toha, just to have like a heavy flamethrower disposable arrow piece. Um, and that's the the only problem with that is I find is that the Namur will quickly outrun the Nafatun. Yeah. Um, I mean, not not that quickly because it's six two, so they're both moving eight inches a turn. But assuming you're like moving and shooting, then it'll eventually run out of um, space. But I think I think that's not that's something I might consider. Um, in Hack Islam, um, so what I haven't talked about actually is what it competes with. And I think, well, actually, I think I sort of have said what it competes with is it, it because it sits in that middle ground where it's not the best gunfire, it's not the cheapest specialist. People just tend to overlook them, um, especially in Hack Islam where you have such good cheap specialists and such decent um 
gunfighters like you know we've got the Boktar now and as well as the Asawira and uh, the Mukhtar it can be hard to justify this this person but um what i've been finding really useful is i've in especially in rama and things you can do this in um vanilla hack as well because you've got duels and these things can duel admittingly they're only ava1 is you just run two duels and then the namur adds that extra order if you're taking the tactical awareness order tactical tactical mm -hmm. awareness version um and if you want a gunfire the spitfire is still perfectly um adequate like bs13 burst four yeah. with a spitfire yeah. is is great um so insurance policy yeah i mean i've just been having a lot of fun with them um i, I don't see them that often um yeah. in in lists and i think the where i do see them is just like i say like cheating uh like an extra model in a, in a harris um but i'm, I'm mm. making a case for them in uh, as a as a duo because you don't i don't well, think yeah. you actually need that third model because i don't think the plus one burst actually benefits you when you have a model that's sort of doing everything you need it to do anyway exactly the the reason I thought of the Nafferton's is because Dan's been playing Rama and he's been having trouble, and they're really they seem pretty fragile. So I'm like, what's like a really good unit to trade with uh, that can go into midfield? And I'm like, Nafferton, they go into they go into the mm. main link, right? And you know, I'm like, it's, it's, it's 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 not it's not it's not a bad idea. I like the way you described it, like auxiliaries for uh like oxbots yeah that's not a bad i actually i don't mind that idea i'm, I'm liking it because the other thing about the namur is, is that's a slight a bit of a not a downside i guess is what you have to be you know aware of is is because it's a specialist and potentially a gunfighter you don't want it to die before it gets to push its buttons exactly. so yeah. I, I that's why i tend to have this unit with with an actual gunfighter or have yeah. it with another specialist, like doing it with a Rafik, for example, because then you've got two specialists and you don't have and to, two you don't have to, and two tech awareness, you don't have to potentially lose the Namur to a, a, yeah. a shitty engagement when you mm. want it there to be pushing buttons. I'm convinced. I think the most fucking awesome. Yeah. So, um, so maybe that wasn't too much of a hard sell, but um, I just want to talk about them because I freaking love these guys. Yeah. And, um, I want to, I want to, I want to make them, I want to see them. I want to see them more. Oh. All right, so moving on. Uh, let's keep going. <laughs> <Shaking> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Right. Okay. Right. Here we go. Luck. Here we go. This is the big one. This is the big one. I can't. I can't say I'm going to be able to help you here, mate. I'm going to mute, my, mute myself. Okay. Checks the long arms now. I am only talking about. <laughs> he, he, nearly, he nearly couldn't think of a reason. <laughs> I am only talking about, for the I most laughing, part, the mute. portable auto cannon. Okay. Now, <laughs> um, in Toha or Spiral Core. Now, everything I say can somewhat be applied to the missile launcher. Um. Well, yeah, th th this can be applied to the, the missile launcher. So, in Toha and in Spiral Core, both of these, uh, both of these are pure fire teams. Now, they can only harass because they're, they're Toha, which doesn't sound like much. But, similar to to uh, Toysa, the portable order cannon with plus one damage is a damage 16 explosive AP weapon with burst two. If it, uh, and obviously burst three in uh, active, if things go wrong, more than likely whatever you freaking hit is dead. 
right? It doesn't matter if it's tag, doesn't matter if it's a heavy infantry, anything. Yep. yep. I mean, what? Because what, what is it? In ARO, it's explosive, right? No, no, it's always explosive AP. Always explosive AP. Ooh, yes, the okay. portable order cannon is always Fuck. explosive AP. Oh, just doesn't right. get a template. Yeah. Right. Okay. I see. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now, of course, with bioimmunity, does mean that the long arms will always be rolling an armor three, which is pretty decent it's pretty armor. Good. Pretty good. Yep. Uh, right for um, well, uh, for any model, uh, but yep. yeah, this this model is especially. In it's linkable with the ten point flamethrower sensor. Chaks auxiliaries. Yep. Right. Now, the f the reason I bring up the fact that this is a pure link is that those auxiliaries do have sensors, which does mean <laughs> it's worth sticking them to watch a lane because they do discover plus nine um, at plus nine. Fuck, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> right. So for what if if you are yeah, on a is. map, right? If you are on a map that has a nice like thirty two inch long corridor right and a good spot to watch it from these guys can just sit there and because of the profile of the weapon that they have you most people are going to second guess taking on this particular unit now yes if you got your opponent has you know so, like long range sniper with uh, mimetism, uh, uh, mimetism minus six. Yeah, you're probably not going to go so well. But again, if the rolls are fluffed, that unit is gone. Yeah, I think. Right? Yeah, you've it's. Then, yes, go ahead. Yeah, you then got, you've then got um, two auxiliars that are very easy to replace because it's AVA four and they're only ten points. Mm -hmm. Right, that are excellent at. Defending it, um, it from behind because they've got heavy flamethrowers, but they're also really, really good at um, what uh, at watching at, like watching a corridor and discovering a camo token. If your opponent's plan, and I've had this happen plenty of times, is to get a camo token across gaps, right, and stay like safe in its camouflage marker, you will waste so many orders mm. right, of your opponent. Yeah, because um, I mean, if, and, if, if, and in the open, it's discovering on like even a mimetism minus three, it's on discovering 19s. on 19s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, and the other thing is that the portable iron uh, auto cannon can also uh, take part in defending itself. It does have a pulsar, same range as a um, heavy flamethrower. It does get two of the templates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it does seem like it's, it is a bit expensive, but it if it pays off, it, really does pay off because people Average. aren't going to throw their middling um like they're not going to throw their middling fire uh gunfighters at it because if it goes wrong that guy's dead and having high chance that it goes wrong is not what people so want. what's it competing with then what 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 the, the, what harris is it competing with for its cost it's it's not really competing with a harris so to speak it, it it's partly because it's in a, it's in two factions that struggle with SWC. Um, no, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. You're you're hang talking on. about this in Toha, the faction yeah. of Harris's. So it's got to be competing with a Harris. Oh yeah, I I get to I get to that. But the bigger problem is that it's one and a half SWC, right? That's just going to stand. That that's potentially just going to stand there. 
um, and not do much. Right. The other okay. thing is it doesn't. It, the other thing is that it doesn't get. Um, mates it doesn't or bonds. get. Um, uh, it get, doesn't get symbiote mates. Yes. Um, As for what yeah. it's competing with, it is competing with the Sakiel with just two McCools on it, which is about the same amount of points. I think it's slightly more ex expensive. It is competing with the Nikul with a bomb attached, uh, sorry, a mate attached, mm -hmm. right, which is MSV1, Viral Sniper. But wait, um, is the Nikul in a, in a, in a triad? No, no it's or not, but it is, it is, it is, it is uh, MSV1 in Sapper state. So yeah, so, so that's what I'm saying though. So like you can have the you can have the Nicole mine layer, right? Mm. For twenty nine points and one and a half SWC with mm. with like a with the uh with a Kaeltar specialist for I don't know twenty points, that's fifty. And then the and then the uh McCall, McCall. for another thirteen. Oh, yeah. So for maybe like thirteen more points, you can get a a two a, a two wound MSV one mimetism viral sniper rifle. Uh, the cool can join links. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the oh, cool, sorry. The, the cool can Harris. It's the Sakul that. Oh, okay, that's sorry. The main is the main competitor with this. You sure? Yeah, you you right. sure? You sure? Wait, wait, hang on. Wait, wait. Sa what's the Sakul? You 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 mean, the, you, you uh, mean no 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 no. You mean the Sukul. The, the Sukiel, Sukiel Commando. Sorry, not, you're not right. Sorry, Sukiel. Yes. The Sukiel Commando. Sorry, yeah. Right. Okay. Sukiel. So the Sukiel yes. Commando K K one sni sorry K one sniper rifle. Or the missile launcher. Or the missile launcher. You can Mate. get it. You, you can get it for like what six more points is what you're seeing. Oh. Right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the things that it, it harasses are a little bit more expensive, but then it can move out and potentially do other things. It's got mimetism. It's got higher BS. It's yeah. got a, arguably, a, you know, it's got a, a gun that's similar-ish, I guess, in that mm. it's a good aerial yeah. gun. Yep. The, the the reason the reason I'm talking about the long arms, especially with the portable iron cannon, is two things. One, fucking love the portable iron cannon model. Auto, 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 yeah, we, we, auto, know, yeah, yeah. auto cannon, portable auto yeah, cannon model. We're not, we're not playing Tau in 40k. Model. That's all. Just, yeah, just, sorry. Just I love the model. <laughs> but I don't, I also don't think there is a, like, a more dangerous uh, gun in the game, right, yeah. than the portable auto cannon. And I think this is the, probably the only platform that has a portable auto cannon. I think this is on par with maybe the tank hunter with the portable auto cannon. Mm. Okay, so I think what you can do is just like break it down in that the 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 advantages of this Harris is it's slightly cheaper than um, yep. having a Sukiel Commando. Um, it has an arguably better gun or dangerous gun, um, and then it allows you to take uh, sensor dudes with. Um, heavy flamethrowers, which are arguably a better defensive weapon than something like on a. Although actually, McCall's can have heavy flamethrowers as well, so that's actually probably a moot point. Um, it's it's mainly the sensor. Like this is mainly the great, sensor. Okay, it's this is a great Harris right for watching a lane. Right, it's pretty cheap. Right, you can get it's a decent it's, it's a man of orders that you're probably not going to use. You can put somewhere else that can. Discover um, camera tokens that are running across can defend itself relatively well, and the consequences for failure against that this particular gun are high. So here's here's my pitch then to where I might I might 
take a, a unit like a sorry a unit a Harris like this is in is in um, zone control or armory missions where I want to be able to move up my two Chaxo auxilias um, and have something to shoot on the way up. So ideally, this 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 Harris would move up uh, out of my DZ so I can start using the baggage on the two auxilias. And then I've got a gun that I can use actively um, to get me there. And then I just plop them down somewhere where it can see things inside 32. And then the two auxilias just kind of sit there and be like, haha, I'm 30 point, I'm 60 points in this zone. And then the mark, yeah. the portable auto cannon then just is there to waste orders and die. What, yeah, the yeah. one thing that the auto cannon can do, um, I'm not sure how good at um, Toha Krahiyama, but this S3 auto cannon in the Harris can really fucking do some damage. It's, yeah, uh, I think, I think high armor. <sighs> For for for, for for the for, for the most part, Topaz sort of bypass armor and they but they try and slap on slap you on your BTS more than anything. Yeah, yeah okay. Because they've got so many vi- they've got so many viral weapons. Yeah. Um, All right. We will have to move so, on very soon yeah, because we want to try and get this um this wrapped up. Um yeah. and go into the and oh, go to our I last one. I'll, I'll put out one other thing. It, the long arm is religious, so it will never drop down. That's a good. That's Stop. actually that's actually a very good point. It will stay standing up. You won't. You won't lose it. It's good. Okay. And and our last our last one for the evening um, is dun, 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 <laughs> the model that won me four out of five games at CanCon. <laughs> it is the Ninja hacking device. So, oh, specifically the hacker. Hacker. The hacker. Yeah. Uh, okay. The yeah. Ninja is pretty popular, but the hacking device is the one I want to uh, try encourage people to consider. So basically, the ninja hacking device is really taken. Uh, it suffers because it's next to the killer hacking device, which is what everyone reaches for. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, for six points, the hacker hacking device gives you a lot more diversity uh, and utility than the killer hacker. Uh, basically, gives you, uh, depending what, uh, having a hidden state hacker, so powerful, especially in the current uh of the game where tags are very popular and having an answer to a tag through a hacker is a good thing. Having the ability to dictate the fight in the sense that either you come out and your reactive turn at the right time because they don't know you're there or because they can't possibly stop you going in your attack run because you're not on the table yet. So obviously sensor aside, um, yeah, it's, it's a very powerful tool. Um, of course, the strengths are of the killer hacker are the following. It starts up the field, it's hidden, it's a specialist, and it's got a marker state, right? Hacking device does all this, plus giving you a gun, plus giving you ability to stop tags and heavy infantry. Um, so for six points, I think the utility of being able to stop tags and heavy infantry uh, is a no-brainer, uh, mm. basically. And I think people reach for the killer hacking device far too quickly. It's, I'll admit the killer hacking device is more of an assassin piece because it can kill other hackers and it can close combat other people with DA close combat. Yeah, but unfortunately the, the hacker only gets AP, which is odd. Yeah, it only gets AP. Uh, so you can't do uh, missions to, I guess, uh, where you need yeah. to kill like... The, 
yeah, yeah, anti-material yeah. weapons. The, stuff. A, the, the AP is essentially like the Malay version of SMG. It's what they put in to try and make the profile cheaper. Yeah, exa- exactly right. So nonetheless, anyway, so I think, look, I think, and it's going to try in total this season, really good. Uh, I can go up and down buildings finally because uh, mm. usually you couldn't. Um, other mm. seasons it can't. Um, so some missions can go up and down buildings, but no, it's it's the having the ability to have a handbrake in your aero turn if a t- tag or heavy infantry is coming down your flank is super valuable, and having an answer to your opponent's tag without having to get a line on it because they've hidden it is also really useful. And finally, guided works a, a treat with it as well because, like you said, like I said, can't stop your attack run. You can get within eight inches of them without them being able to say much about it. So a question I have then is you you said you don't see it very often because people take the killer hacker instead. Um, but then you then said the advantage of the hacker is something that the killer hacker can't do. So then that opens the question thing. Well, they're not obviously taking the ha- killer hacker over the hacker because of what it does. Taking to push buttons, right? But I, I'm what I'm arguing so, is so yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, well, not, yeah. So they're, 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 so therefore, they're taking the killer hacker to push buttons, right? But that means that they're still, and as far as you're, as you've just explained, they're still not covering themselves against what you're using the hacker for. So what are Yujing players using instead of the hacker? Uh, you, I'm not sure. Because yeah, well, that, that, and that's and that's I'm, I'm just trying to say like it's it's competing if it's competing with something right. It, it's there. It's there as a handbrake against heavy infantry and tags. But assuming then, what what are Eugene players using as a handbrake against heavy infantry and tags at the moment? I'm not, not sure they're if they're ha- not taking it. You don't. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to build a handbrake for um for heavy infantry tags. Some people don't, right? Well, no. Um, okay, okay, saying- okay. So let, let let me rephrase it then. I'm not saying a handbrake then. What are they using to counter heavy infantry and tags at the moment if they're not taking the ninja hacker? Because I'm assuming I'm, they, sure. I'm assuming they must be. Uh, I'm not sure. There's a whole different way, uh, bunch of ways. Probably warbanders, uh, warbanders, and uh, maybe sujans. Let I'm, me, I'm not really let, sure. Let, 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 let me give you the answer. It's called the Guilang. Oh, you've just gone quiet. Yeah, sorry. How? Yeah, go on. How's the Guilang? The Guilang, because it gives you a repeater in the midfield that you can use to say to tag or heavy industry, don't come this way or I'll hack you with my hackers that are in my DZ. So that's that's what this guy's doing, except this guy's getting the added advantage of being a surprise. But I would argue that Guilangs and repeaters in the midfield do exactly the same thing because you've still got hackers in Yujing. Now I don't know what the hackers are in Yujing. I don't know, you know, if, if they're being if there's other units I'm not thinking of here. Yeah. I'm just trying to think outside the box and going like, well why am I not seeing this unit more? Because I use it all the time. I use it all the time in um in Chasvasti because um I am I too am very worried in Chasvasti about having heavy infantry or tags that I can't deal with with guns. I want to deal with it with hacking, but I don't have any sure. midfield I don't have any uh, I don't have any. I don't have any repeaters. I don't have any pitchers. Uh, all my hackers, that all my other hackers are in the are in the uh, in the DZ. So that leaves me with um, either shrouded or malignos. Now shrouded are kind of obvious because they're a ha- because they're a camo marker, whereas the malignos is mm. not. So that therefore I use a malignos because there isn't really any other option for Shaz yeah, to protect exactly me. Right. Now. And, and I'm asking you, is that the same in Yujing, or does Yujing have another option that players are using instead of this hacker? 
Eugene might have other options. I'm I'm not sure. Um, I know ISS don't, and I know JSA. I uh, don't really have a great yeah. uh, way to stop tags so coming you're, down there. Yeah, so you're talking about this from the point of view of ISS and GSA then? Yeah, no, but even in Eugene, it's a useful tool to have, right? Oh, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get to the, you know, just to like, because people are going to be like, oh, but I don't need, I don't use that in, uh, in Eugene because I've got this other tool. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm focusing on highlighting the strength of the unit and then people can apply it to their own list building with the strength in mind rather than trying to build the list out. Because it, I don't know, I don't play vanilla Eugene, so I'm not too sure. But you, you do make a good point around the Gulang, uh, Guilangs. That is a common unit that people use as kind of insulation uh, we're using the, that um, deployable repeater. Yeah, so, but of yeah, course you don't. But of course you don't. You don't. You don't get an ISS. So therefore, um, the hacker the hacker makes a really good um, replacement there. And same in GSA. Actually, now you mention it because they don't. They also don't have a very good way to defend their midfield. So yeah. No, like, like yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm just trying to, I guess, like um, figure out where you would use this unit um, yep. instead. I think the the ninja hacker pops up in other factions, right? In a carry as well, I think it's a really good option where it can is do he it too. Carry? I didn't even know he was in carry. Yeah, I think so. it's in a carry. No, it definitely is in a carry because I had um, John use it against my Sphinx. Uh, well, he actually oh, did. He actually he actually didn't use it against my Sphinx. He he yeah. he deployed it. He deployed it as his reserve model, mm-hmm. and um, and he was going second. And I was like, um, and I think I'd already put my Sphinx down as a marker. And I was like, well, he's obviously put the hacker in front of my Sphinx. I'm going to run across the other side of the board and go up the other flank. Um, yeah. So yeah, I know he has it. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, no, cool. I definitely um, definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah. I think I think for... Um, it's one of the few like hidden deployment specialists that JSA has. I'm just taking a look through them now. Potentially. Um, and... I mean, I think JSA has, I think they have an okay solution to tags getting in their face and the fact that the Damaru all have EM grenades. So they're okay but, at throwing them in the range would be relatively the same. The active turn, yeah, not the reactive. In the reactive, if the tags coming through your lines, there's very little stopping it. Mm-hmm, yeah, but if, you, if, you, if you're facing the tag, you can still throw your grenades at it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, um, all right. Let's. Uh, my honourable mentions just before oh, no, we. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. no, no before, 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 you, before you do that. Um, yeah. So we're we, we've done all of the um, all of our three picks. So now we're going to very quickly throw it out to our. Um, oh, sorry. Did you? We're going to throw it out to our um, patrons who, before we started recording the podcast, we asked them, and they gave out a few mm-hmm. really, really, really good ones. Val, did you have any of that list that? any of from there that you want to talk about beforehand or do you just want to um, like open up to the patrons no um off that list i think somebody i mentioned tank hunter um they're trying to get the tank hunter to work in um or trying to understand the value of the tank hunter mm-hmm. for me the way i looked at the tank hunter because i was a little bit confused as well it really depends on the role so one of the main considerations of the tank hunter auto cannon versus missile launcher and the distinction I want to make between the two is the fact that the missile launch is completely aero presence, while the portable auto cannon can do both. Yeah, the old um, burst one so, versus burst two type thing, yeah. That's right, yeah. Surprise, surprise attack um, with camo and cover, burst two auto cannon. A portable auto cannon is very respectable. 
whilst the missile launch is only breast one, so it's only an ARO piece for, in, for my, in my mind. Furthermore, the um, Tank Hunter APHMG sets itself aside from the um, the Spetsnaz HMG because it has AP, so the Spetsnaz is more likely to win the fight. But if you actually want to get through army armor, you want to use the AP. Uh, you want to use the Tank Hunter. Uh, that's okay. for me. Okay, cool. Uh, so we, yeah, we, we. I'm just going to scroll back up and find them again because we started asking them and then we've had a few more since then. So yes, we're just going to really quickly just give some hot takes on these from our patrons just for just for a laugh. So let me just scroll up, scroll up. Jesus Sorry, Christ! I, I got There's one a... here from. Hang on, I'm, I'm just going to start from the top because I want it to be right. um, in yeah, order. Uh, well, in, well, not necessarily in order, but people yeah, who ask so first. We cover them all. So the first one yeah. is uh, the Seraph. <laughs> seraph. <laughs> why would you ever take the seraph uh well no, sorry how can we make the seraph worth taking go sure. forward the tag <laughs> can go forward okay. not many tags can go past the halfway line and still be useful it's yeah uh, I mean, my, it, my it, response it, to that it, was it we're can, not, my response to that it was can we're, defend not, itself okay. we're not trying to polish a turd it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, okay, a seraph. I'm, I'm, I can't. You're not a fan. No, nope, not a fan. Um, uh, they also asked for the um, the infirmerer. I don't have much to say on the infirmerer. It's hard I to. Hate shit. It's it's shit. just just yeah. It's difficult. It's got a mono oh, yeah. weapon and it's a doctor. I guess it can be. It's kind of. I'll tell. You, okay, I'll tell you what. It's a bit like in that it is. It is a um, a useful addition to a Harris. Like if you've got a gunfighter, you can put yeah. this guy in it as a doctor to keep things going, and then like a third, a third thing be a, a corner guard or a hacker. I think in and that in that instance it works. Yeah, the problem with a paramedic and a Harris is because when when you lose somebody from the Harris, paramedics yes. one burst. The doctor's actually probably the better doctor. odds because you've got yeah. uh, the reroll. You've got well. the reroll, but and you you've probably got the higher. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. tough. Um. Uh, someone's already asked for tracks, tracks of long arms. Uh, Jacob, Jacob's given them the reason there. <laughs> Jacob is one step. I gave it a crack, guys. I, I, I um, mean, help. Tell me if I convinced you. Near, uh, near snow, near snow. Twenty-two um, suggested the Lunacod, um, and actually, I was gonna, I was gonna make Lunacod into my list because I really like them. Um, but I do struggle. They're often one of the first things that I drop uh, in a list yeah. because they just they're twenty-five points. They're great corner guards because they've got crazy koalas, heavy shotguns, heavy flamethrowers, repeaters, climbing plus, they're armor three. They sound so good. Mm. They sound so good. But and especially nomads where you've got Morans, unfortunately, they get mm. they get beaten out there. In in Tunguska, I don't really know. Um in Bakunin, I don't well, know why. Tunguska you're competing with hecklers if you want to get that repeater shit. Right. right and, then, and, then, and, then, and then and then in Bakunin, I guess you've just got Morlocks, right? So there's your cheaper corner guard. They have climbing plus, don't they? Yeah, they do have climbing plus, yeah. It's pretty nice. That's I mean I nice. I've made I've gotten used to them before. I've run them in Starco. I think they definitely I mean, have uh have, have a place. I just think it's not um yeah. that obvious. Maybe yeah, maybe in, maybe, like, in, maybe in armory missions where you don't want it to go inside, yeah. but you want to be able to put a repeater and a heavy flamethrower and a crazy quality in, 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 in there. Bakun, maybe in Bakunin you got uh, zeros, which is similar to Moran's kind of. They got deployable repeaters and camouflage. Yeah, mm. and it's, it's also the Fair fat base. Anything with a fat base can also be um, difficult to yeah. use. Yeah. Um, you play them like the, rooks and chess. You just keep them on the flanks yeah. and just push up the flank, just slowly, slowly. Yeah. The, 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 Would you the, go in the, the middle? 
the Lunar Cod made a lot more sense when, again, the Koroji Koalas were out all the time, so they had like this nice like, potential 16-inch okay. bubble. I, I, have a, I have a use case for the Lunar Cod. Take it oh. in Vanilla Nomads and give it a Rem Racer. Yeah. Which one, though? Huh? Which Rem Racer? Give it the one that gives it the plus 9cc. What's the CC normally? Uh, let me just let me just find out for you. Uh, CC fourteen, so it goes up to CC twenty three with D charges. Not bad, not all, bad. Yeah, all right, fair enough. CC twenty, CC twenty three with D charges. Um, yeah, and, and and if you don't want to use the D charges, it's got a power CC weapon minus three. So I'm it's, building, I'm building it's CC twenty three for your tournament. CC twenty three and, and, and then minus twenty and, minus three yeah. for your opponent. I like that. And it's got, and, and, it, and it's got. I mean, I don't think the crazy call legs. wouldn't detonate the when you walk into CC because you finish in the, in the thing. So it doesn't matter about that. But, um, yeah. So that's my my use case for the for the Lunacod. What else um, did I ask about? We've got the Hulang. Um, oh yes. Now, does anyone want to talk about so, the Hulang? Hulang uh, who, who, who is who a forward deployment. Yeah. Thing? It's a Shikami, isn't it? It's like the, the Shikami. Shikami. Yeah. The I would say koala. just go, go 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 and listen to. Me talking about the Shikami, I'm pretty sure they're practically identical. No, they're they're very, they're quite they're quite different. They're 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 similar in that they're both them um, minus six. You can get them in dash at, and I've been using them in dash at um, because oh, what yeah, because the problem with the Hulang is it's again it's a it's a it's a marker it's a non marker state midfield heavy infantry, which is really susceptible to being hacked. But in dash at, you get two libertos with mine lead. Yeah, to cover it. Yeah. So you can kind of cover it. You can kind of insulate it, and it's got its own crazy koala, the hulang. So you can put out two mines, two see. two mines, and a crazy koala to just kind of like give yourself an area of fuck you, don't come near me. And then the hulang has martial arts level two with a monofilament, EM grenades, and um, yeah. uh. D charges, so it again yeah. it it can it can attack anything in close combat, yeah. and burst four SMG with mimetism minus six. I mean, sure, don't yeah. walk in, don't walk inside eight, but or don't walk inside eight of someone with a temple weapon. But other than that, pretty, pretty good. Cool. Um, it's also, pretty it's cool. Also, it, it's also a very good armory um, piece. Yeah, you get that you get that in an armory in suppressive fire. It's not going anywhere for a while. It's problem. It it's problem is, is it's like it's 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 forty two points. It's four four move. Yeah. It's it's one wound, one in cap with three armor, which is fine. Uh, it it does struggle, but I think in dash app because everything else around it is so cheap, I've had some pretty good success with it. So I'd recommend yeah, trying it out cool. in dash app. Um, sorry, um, I know Taro he plays Invincible Army, but um, that's my suggestion for dash app. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, in, in in Invincible Army again, it's 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 because of the weapons it's got. It's good for getting into, um, into, into armory rooms. Yeah, and crazy koalas um, protect you against hackers, so that's a really good inbuilt yeah. defense against hackers, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, not so much pitchers, but hackers definitely. Hackers yep. definitely. Um, we've got a couple more here. We can just uh, I don't know if you. Uh, we've got also got the the locust. Oh, who wants to who wants to tackle the locust? Locust is good. I think Locus is good. Um, MIM six BS twelve. It's got um, some I unique kits as well, again. and it infiltrates. It's got the wild parrot, which is unique. It's got a killer hacking profile, so you can go into a market state. And um, yeah, I, th I think I think Locus is good, but again, you're running into that problem of not having uh, a market state, so you just have to learn how to play with that. Where would you um, take 
what would you take instead of the locust? Like, where where does it appear normally? What what sectorals is it in? NCA, I think it's NCA, NCA. Right? Okay. Oh yeah, I see. You mean the um the wait? Oh yeah, it does have a wild parrot. Okay, and wild that wild, the wild very parrot's rare the e, piece of tech. It's the EM thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's very rare piece of. Mm. And it's only twenty five. It's that. only twenty five points. M six BS twelve, like, all right, like. Imagine like just being a, an absolute chad and um, rolling the fizz nine on it to get it into your opponent, <laughs> so your opponent's DZ, and then, and then and then just wild parroting, like being like the, the right. What is the, what does the wild parrot do? Is it just is is it just like a crazy it's koala but an EM? E- EM, yeah, but it does it has a template instead of the. Um, There's a template. Yeah, EM. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's gross. Uh, yeah, that's gross. What else we got? What else? Um, we've got the uh, um, someone one. someone suggest. Oh, hang on, I've lost it. So someone suggested the um, Achilles version two. <laughs> I think. Do they mean the version? Version that's one, isn't that's it? That's the one. No, version two is the one with armor, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, I don't know which one's which. Both good. Yeah, they're, no. They're version both, two, they're, version they're two both is good. armor. They're both, yeah, yeah they're, no, they're, they're, they're no. both good. Yeah, both good. Uh, just don't run them in steel phalanx. Run them in vanilla. Um, some Dumb. someone someone said Algebel, but they're wrong, and they should feel bad for saying they should that. Even, yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, look, I can understand. I can understand that Algebel kind of competes with just for days. Yes, but he is. If you've got the points to upgrade a for day. Oh. Just I've just put in Algebel. Well, the thing is, right in in vanilla hack, you've only got AVA one for day. So if you want two for days, you have to include Algebel. True, that's um, true. He, as well. he becomes maybe in in assassins, you might not see him because you've got AVA two for days, and you might just want to spend less points on just having two yeah. for days. Well, that, that's, um, that's yeah. what I was saying is if you get the points to upgrade, because I don't think he's that much more expensive than he's, he's like uh, he's up to eight points more expensive or. Maybe four yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's not. He's like ten or fifteen. He's only like a little bit in the scheme of things. Yeah. So anyway, that one. Um, we've also got um the uh Hugh reckons the Tariot and the Kurgats and Morats. Uh, um, Tariots, you can keep you. I'm not going to try to justify that piece of turd. <laughs> um, and the uh Kurgat. Kurgats, the fact that they can go into the um, link now and they got some interesting options, I think you can justify. Kurgat's okay. the um, engineer, right? Yeah, with, okay. the, with, um, with, the, with the portable auto cannon that can yeah. that can cure cannon. <laughs> or, yeah, cannon yeah. It, yeah. Um, or they can drop air, or they can um, have uh, burst three combi rifle AP or some shit. Yeah. All right. Um, we, we've we've got one for you, um, Jacob Yadu and Arjuna in OSS. Uh, the only reason I can think of Arjuna is if you have a, a super tag heavy meta because it can't really kill anything, and but it's got really good EM shit. It's got like cyber mines and uh, uh, the Emirates or whatever on yeah. the robots. I think they're pretty cool. Um, the Arjuna actually, I think it's pretty they are cool. quick. They are quick and they are specialists. So look, you can use them. The problem is that they're just a little bit expensive, uh, mm. but you can use them to like press buttons and do fight. They're like. But the yeah the problem the problem is is they sort of suffer with like what O twelve sometimes suffers with is that so much of their stuff is just non lethal, right? Okay, and they're only um, one wound as well, right? Yeah, they're only one wound. Yeah, no courage or anything. Uh, Yadu, um, I th- like I'm gonna sort of count Shakti in this. The uh, and it's really expensive, but it's really fucking good. <clears throat> um, the Azura 
Yadu, HMG, NCO, and Shakti. Right, you take the yeah, uh, Lieutenant Level 2 Azura with the NCO, HMG, Yadu, yeah. and Shakti. You have this like incredible it's almost like a, it's almost like a trap you have yeah. these incredible hackers that are incredibly hard to hack themselves and you've got two orders that you can use on the nco to move the entire fire team up really expensive but it's i reckon really worth it okay the other thing I the arjuna that. I, i've had the arjuna use against me it's actually very good one thing um i was just struggle with is pace trading and having the two peripherals is pretty yeah. good yeah, um, I think so I remember that's, playing that's, a game against you, Jacob, where you pinned in my Sphinx with the uh, uh, with the with the Arjuna. I think I, it was you. I, I, don't, I, I don't remember that, but I do remember doing I think something very similar to Julian with his um, avatar. I just kept putting Cybermines around the corner. Oh, that was and it. Yeah, it was it was it, it was Cybermines. Yeah, yeah, and then you I put just, a Cybermine. I stuck him in the. That was it, yeah. You, yeah. I think, I think my Sphinx climbed up a building where it couldn't be attacked, and then you just came around and start dropping cyber mines. And my Sphinx was like, "Oh yeah. fuck, I can't get back down again." The, 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 <laughs> so, okay. Admittedly, the best thing about the Arjuna is the Arjuna itself doesn't have the cyber mines. Oh. Wow! It's, it's the bots that have the cyber mines on them. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yes. Yes. But that's all they do, right? They oh, no, they've got emirats as well. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Well, the, the 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 whole point about it is you is that if you have to run them around the corner and you want to drop a cyber mine, mm. right, you very much can just yeah, walk around the corner and mm -hmm. put them down. So <laughs> it's yeah. it's cool that they have it, but it also but it also means that what you can do is spread out with both of them because mm. because the, the way that peripherals work is you can shoot at separate targets with them, mm. which means what you can do is split the bots away from the Arjuna, yeah. have them both put down their mines because they're allowed mm. to do that and then come back. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So yeah. there you go. There's a juice for the Arjuna. The Arjuna okay. I, I take it back. The Arjuna is fucking amazing. Okay, and then and then uh, uh, he also asked for Govads and Vanilla Hack. In Vanilla Hack, I don't know, dude. Um, uh, a Varen Killer Hacker? <laughs> mm, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, maybe maybe, they, maybe in assassins, I could I could see a reason. I, th I think I think they're not too bad. Like an MSV one, an MSV one. They kind of work with fine. like a slightly more. Ex they kind of work as a little bit more expensive berid with the MSV. You can't you can duel them in vanilla. Uh, I don't know that you ever would want to. Um, actually, yes, you can you can duel them in vanilla. Um, maybe you put the hacker in with the shakush maybe the rafik no maybe the hmg goes with i don't know i'm sorry i can't help you with that one um i mean like this not the point of this episode to try and uh all right you know, if, if a square pig in a round hole yeah val Next. one for you pavel pavel pavel's amazing he's an assassin he'll uh he'll deal with any problem you got in tack um and then uh he can also in conjunction with the amount of smoke you get and the dog warriors having total immunity you can literally just walk into a tag uh that way you tie it up and then power comes through with a um berserking yes. okay and um, admittedly he says in cosmoflot yes. and he is right in cosmoflot pavel doesn't shine as much as he does in tatari that's in, true because you have the he is but what we were discussing before and you got is, as well. is an, yeah is that pavel is an anti anything missile right right if you want something dead 
Right, and you've got enough orders. He will. He will be able to get heroic ready. charge, Jacob. Not suicide. Heroic charge. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say suicide. You said that. No, I said I it was say, a missile. I, I just. I just. Yeah. In game. In game. Was it called something? Wind. Um. Right. Uh. Casanova. Although I think actually he oh. seems to be okay now. He again. He just suffers from the usual thing we've mm-hmm. talked about tonight. He's a forward deploying non-marker state model yeah. that is susceptible to being um attacked. Um. But he does have a lot of things going for him. Other than that, seed 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 soldiers and shaz garbage. Um. <laughs> The only use case is when you need a paramedic forward deploying. That's I'd rather have thing. I'd rather have Doctor Worm. Again, the no. only I'd rather only have Doctor Worm. Um, only use case. Yeah, um, I mean, like you can't even you can't even arrow with a Panzerfaust because they're SX, like fucking useless S or S zero, whatever we call them these days. Um, front of X and Cosmo seem to get passed over. Uh, Scott's guard as well also get passed over in, in yeah, Cosmo. Yeah, Scott's guard have Can't always been Cosmo. the only reason to take them. Really, is for the missile launcher and to do coordinated order shenanigans. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know what the fire teams are for the Frontovix, but if they're not like, I don't know. I'll take a look and I'll see. Frontovix HRL is great in tax, so if you can do that in uh, Cosmo, it might be a good alternative. I think that, to, I think they can only uh, go with the Cosmo Soldat. I think that's yeah. The they no, they can they can make their own Frontovix can oh, make yeah. their own thing. Yeah, make their own. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. If you don't want, too expensive for that. If you don't want to put heaps yeah. of points into the Ariadna, um, into the total immunity heavy infantry guy, you can do the Frontovix instead. And that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, but guess so. that, that that fire team is very expensive, and it, it, yeah, it's just too expensive for Ariana, yeah. with everything being like upper twenties. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then we have uh, blah, 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 blah. That, that doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. Um. Papa Chu wants us to take or give our take on Jace, and I'm like, I can't. Actually, no, no. I'll give you a take on a Jace. I'll give you a take on a Jace and Shaz. I can't think of a good reason to take on Vanilla combined, but I did run them in Shaz and. The ability to have mimetism minus six, MSV one, red fury, in a in a Harris that's pulling along either another Jace or something like Dukash is really valuable in a faction that doesn't have that many. Like, it has Sheskin, <laughs> um, and then it has the Gualos, and they're both fifty plus fifty plus point models, mm-hmm. and then you've got the Jace who's still expensive, thirty eight points, um, but Again, burst five, mimetism minus six, MSV one, Red yeah. Fury is very, very capable of doing what you need to do. Um, so just bear that in mind. Yeah. yeah. Eighth uh, is probably the hardest hitting unit in Shaz, and Shaz don't hit very hard. The problem uh, is, the problem is, close, problem is there's combat. problem is their armor zero with with one yeah. wound. And it sucks you, so you hard can, when they go down. You, you, you can you can cheapen up their thing with their Harris with Ada. Which is yes. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You can do like Jath, Jath, Ada, yeah. or Jath. Um, I I like to put a specialist in there, so I've been putting Dukash, yeah. and Dukash yeah. is a nice little. Um, he's 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 actually another one of those like sort of models we've been talking about tonight, where he, you pay a yeah, bit from, be, yeah. but he is he's a good gunfighter because he's BS thirteen with a damage fifteen multi rifle. He's got mimetism. He's no wounding cap. He's a specialist. He's very good in CC, but he just kind of that awkward like 
just pay more points for Sheskin or pay less points for like um uh a Caliban or even um Korax, who's also a specialist. He's eight it's points cheaper one. and has a Spitfire, which is a better gun yeah. than the multi-rifle. But yes, I would like to go back to Shaz and try more Jace, but ugh, it's it's a tough one. Yeah, um, I think I, th- I think that J Red Fury sits in the sort of the same area as um to, uh, as a Tuatha, where it's like good gun, you know. Yeah. There's just better things out there for more points, yeah. and you'd rather yeah. pay, spend the points. Um, I've got yeah. one. I've got one here that I really like from Zephyr. Um, it's the cat is staying on Shaz. It's the Caliban Forward Observer. Um, I've actually been running this unit before. Um, and the reason why I like it over the other Caliban is often you'll see the Caliban chain of command being taken because it's a specialist, it's got an SMG, it's a Pulsar, it's good in CC, it's got D charges, and it's a chain of command, so you can take something like Sheskin um, as your LT. Uh, the reason why I like the FO is because often I just take the Mentor Lieutenant or two Nox as my lieutenants, so they're sitting in the back anyway. I don't really, no one's really going to go after them. Um, so I don't have to take the chain of command one and I can save myself a point and take the FO and then what the FO has the FO has a boarding shotgun instead of an SMG Pulsar and the boarding shotgun is useful because it's burst two temple weapons so so if you for example have already managed to eat up a a wound and you're on two wounds or three wounds you can now fork you you can now very effectively fork somebody by walking into cc Mm -hmm. and going what do you do because if you (laughs) if you fight me if you dodge i'm decharging you if you fight me i'm putting two templates on you and i'm probably surviving (laughs) and then i'm eating the remains and then i'm eating the remains um, so I think that's very good. Very good. I did I did try it f- for a failed attempt to do a guided list by having like this guy mm-hmm. as an FO. Um, it yeah, worked. Okay. It it worked, but I, I don't think I would do it for that again. Because um, you have sea soldiers. Because you have sea soldiers for the servers, yeah. And admittedly, because now I think about it, because ooh. That's, and you still have the flash pulse as an arrow. That's, that's oh, yes, nasty yes. because and the flash pulse. because does, and the other thing is because you've got stealth and you don't have to take an armor save against forward observing. You can forward observe, and they can't turn around because they didn't take an armor save. No, I think they was oh, oh, interesting. Right. And then you camo again, get into shotgun range, and you are two shots on twenty ones. Not bad. I mean, without, yeah, well, without, I mean, including cover and stuff, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that well, one... I, I, yeah. I don't yeah, think there's uh, too the... many more. Um, Turbo, already. Turbo Chainsaw Balls Pony Rider asks for the Sombra, but I don't have much information on the Sombra, I'm uh, afraid. He's just expensive. Um, uh, Furzen and uh, Osnat Vulcan Shotgun. Um, uh, Defurzen was brought up by Ivory. Uh, he says is good and people should look at it. I agree. Um, yep, absolutely. Uh, obviously, his oh, hacking oh. is his hacking vulnerabilities doubled uh, because he's a hacker, so they can just blow his brains out. Mm-hmm. And finally, the Osnat Vulcan shotgun, extremely, extremely good, probably on par with the Dadarazis, but much, yeah. And Dadarazis are the best warband in the game, so Osnat to say Osnat is on par with the Dadarazis is a big call. But yeah, I think they're really, really good. Okay. Um, I don't think there was really anything else. We had a couple of other things. Someone suggested the Crusader Crusader Brethren, but I'm like, whatever. They're AD troopers. They can they can uh, good. They're cheap. Tra- oh, actually, no. Tra- actually, Trent said that, and yes, I would say they're pretty good. 
Ivory's still so trying to get us to say like, um, um, Leanne Kai, but I think we all know how good Leanne Kai is, don't we, Val? I think we, we thank you <laughs> yeah. very much, Kevin. We can end the cast here, thanks. And can you can you make sure you timestamp the moment where Ivory got that fucking rule wrong so we can fucking come back to it anytime we need? Sure, I mean, maybe um, we'll, oh yeah, try and get a sound clip of that. Yeah, okay, so. um, anything else from you, gents, before we wrap it up for the night? Um, no, let's go to bed. It's only been four hours. Yeah, <laughs> thanks so one. much to our Patreons who have stuck around for this uh, considerably. Hope you this, all got this, You know done. what? This is now just a normal cast <laughs> length. For I, us think, now. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think at this point, it's a normal cast. <laughs> Anything it's, under four hours is normal. Fuck. Yeah, this is a joke. Partner's gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> okay, well, um, you've been listening to another another episode of Loss of Lieutenant. My name is Kevin. Jacob. Val. Good night. Good night. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs>